Welcome to Press Any Key, episode eight. I'm all alone today. I said eight, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Episode eighty. Um, and it's the Comic Con episode, everyone. The big Hongen Comic Con episode. I gotta be honest, it is fucking. This is this is all this is all too much right here. You guys are to the left of me, right? Oh, everybody, here we go. This is right here, right? Bottom, I think, is Mike, and top is Nick. No, you got it flipped, but... Oh, th- you're this way. Yep. Oh, you're pointing the right way. Okay, so I'm on hey. the bottom. Okay, so Nick... I'm a power bottom, and Mike is the top. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so... Um, welcome to Press Any Key. <laughs> welcome to Press Any Key. What a strong opening. Uh, if you like anything you see here, please follow us. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, at PressAnyKey.tv. Or uh, you could find, I mean, however you're listening to this right now, just go ahead. It's a good way go, to do go it. Go right back. Like, you're doing every, great. You're, you're doing awesome. Uh, what YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify is probably our three biggest ones. I don't know anyone who uses Stitcher. Do you guys know people Stitcher use Stitcher? Premium? Stitcher there's Premium? A, there's a premium? Yeah. Stitcher Premium. Oh, yeah. Is it behind the Behind the content wall. Is it any the good? Paywall. I I've never no. used it. I just hear ads for it. No, so clearly they're good. they're still they're still up and running. I hear <laughs> their ads all the time. Well, I know they made a deal with one of the biggest podcasts, um, John Campion. That's what I call murder. Is that what it is? Or um, I don't know. One of these. Ones. Oh, the Batman no, one? Know. No, 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 not the Batman one. Joe Rogan. Not Joe Rogan. No. That's the only one two that I know that are yeah. at the top. Well, speaking of living cultists. Um, so, uh, I have this article here, you guys, it's a fun one to start the show off with. And Nick, I, when I, when I saw this come across my screen, I was like, dude, he's going to fucking love this. All right. I'm, you I'm specifically ready, I'm ready are going to love this. So, uh, Rolling Stone article came out. I want to say, um, where's the date on this? Recently. Yeah. It's, it's sometime this week. I don't know what the, does Rolling Stone, oh no, there it is. July 18th. So what was that? You're really getting caught up, caught up in the shit that I don't care about. Tuesday. <laughs> what is Tuesday? the title of the article? I'm building up. I, I, hey, man, I gotta, I gotta get the context out here. Okay, this is fucking big news, and the only reason this got this, this came out obviously because of Comic Con, and it got swept under the rug at the, the, the same notion. So exclusive. Apparently, a bunch of fake account bots fueled uh. the Snyder Cut online army. Well, I've read the article though, and. That headline is deceivingly salacious, for okay. sure. So, Warner Brothers basically put out this internal report. Well, I don't think they put it out. I, I think a journalist got their hands on it. Got their and grubby this is, paws all and over And this it. isn't, by the way, this isn't like some no-name journalist. Like, she has a name in the it's industry. It's Milo Yiannopoulos. It's Milo. <laughs> he's back. He's back, and he's salacious. <laughs> oh, I guess we got to end the stream. No, anyway, um... <laughs> So, uh, anyway, they put it, this is, I'm just saying this comes from a credible source. And basically, uh, what it here is alleging is that Zack Snyder basically fueled his online army to get the cut of his movie made. Now this article is long and it is detailed, but there are some key things I want to pull out. <laughs> long, and, long and detailed. Just how I like it. You got to pull today. out. So, 
first one off. All right. So first thing that strikes me, uh, or I guess is the bit most striking is that Zack Snyder totally knows that he has a massive online fan base that he mobilizes and plays it off for sure. Like the Riddler in the Batman. Apparently there's a quote of him saying that he wanted to get Jeff Johns and, um, one of the, and John Burr. Somebody, uh, John Berg, I think his name is Jeff Johns and John Berg. Uh, they want to get, he wanted to have their names taken off the film okay. before it came out. And his quote was saying, if they don't, um, Jeff and John are dragging their feet on taking their names off of my cut. So do it now or I will destroy them on social media. Like destroy. What? He's going, he's going full man, on. Like, I think this man is 51. Yeah. Like, so, um, there's also, Another event that is alleged in here that when Godzilla vs. Kong came out and did way better than the Snyder the Snyder Cut did, um, the Snyder Cut fans, uh, the Snyderverse, you know, the crazies, they were review bombing Godzilla vs. Kong because it just was doing well. Apparently, this is what ha- this is what led us to no dislikes on YouTube, and these people are are still pulling this crap. Apparently, yeah, Adam Wingard, the director of Godzilla vs Kong, called Snyder and said to him, "Hey man, can you like put out something to get your fucking fans from stop tearing apart my movie?" And his response was basically like, "Yeah, man, I don't, I don't really control any of that that's going on." This sounds like the January sixth hearings. It's like, yeah. what was he doing like, in yeah. those one hundred and eighty-seven minutes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, there's I also some. Digital... I don't want to say that the theatrical release is the only release. I'm just going to say that the Snyder release is now out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all that being said, there was a digital, there's like a digital mark or like a social media campaign firm involved that like took a, a look at the legitimacy of all this though. And unfortunately, even if Snyder did these things, right, where he was just like a piece of shit and bullying his way around to like get his cut and like, hey, listen, you got to remember his daughter also, you know, unalived herself. So like he was probably distraught and crazy and saying all like, you know what I mean? He probably wasn't in a great place mentally, right? That being said, there is somebody quoted in here saying one source maintains that Zach was like a Lex Luthor wreaking havoc. What did I say? Um, He (laughs) accused Warner Brothers of leveraging his fan base to bolster their streaming service, which if that was the plan, that didn't work out either. Only 37% of the accounts that started the Snyder Cut finished it. Like, like come on, buddy. Dude, I, I, I love that. He instantly was just like, you should look over to them. And then yeah, look over to them. Yeah. And then all of the data is like, what are you talking about? But here's, here is the key piece of data that makes all of this fall apart. And this is, this is the important part of it. Only 13% of the accounts were fake. That means 87% of them were real. They were using Restore the Snyderverse. And that's why Elon Musk is not buying Twitter anymore. <laughs> Man, what a fucking whirlwind, huh? Yeah. God damn. So here's my deal. Is like there's there's two sides to a um Zack Snyder is right and wrong in this, if any of this is true. If any of this is true, right? That he you know, all this behavior. He's wrong for that. I mean, if he wants people off the cut of his movie, he that's his he's the director. He's entitled to that. 
Um, cause they're, cause you know, those people didn't believe in his vision of the movie. So why would he, um, it's absolutely true that HBO max was trying to leverage Zack Snyder's fan base to bolster their, that is a hard, he is a hundred percent correct about that. Uh, originally he was supposed to get 30 million to finish the movie that turned into like 43 million almost overnight, which turned into 70 million, which then the final number out the door was a hundred million. So it was a hundred million dollars to produce the Snyder cut for HBO Max. And was it worth it? Well, I'm I mean I don't think so. No. Ultimately, <laughs> no. No. It's it wasn't. No. It wasn't. All it did, all it did was fucking pump up the most toxic motherfuckers on the internet. Like fair. I'm sorry. Like, listen. Uh, give me the desert movie. Like I'm, I'm oh there with God. you. Like if they gave me the desert movie, I'd take the desert. Stop movie. calling it the desert movie. Start calling it the reach around. It's movie. the desert. It's movie. the reach around movie. Now, reach around desert. It's a reach for sure. But it <laughs> was like be... a bad Mario level. <laughs> the one everyone hates. But um, yeah. even if even if they put that out, right? I'd be like, okay, what? But this rabid obsession with like a director's vision for like the justice league is so weird, but I mean, like it, what a weird thing to have be your obsession. I'm sorry. I do think it was it's a weird it, avenue. He to was pick. vindicated in the fact that the movie was substantially better. It was still not great, but it was substantially better. I think it yeah. went from like a three to a six, but also like we all said, you could have cut that movie down to like two forty, and it would have right. been yeah. so much better. Right. Like, there are apparently issues. Well, there were apparently issues like um, the Martian Manhunter scenes. He was told not to have in the movie, and he lost his shit over that, so he put them in anyway. Uh, he shot stuff at his house when they told him he couldn't shoot stuff, <laughs> so he just like shot stuff in his backyard. He's got he's got his like action figures, and he's like just shooting. You know, like I'll show, like show them. I'll show them. We're also, gonna go that way. Also, the other thing is that like here's the key factor in like what determines the bots from the humans. When so they have a soul. <laughs> when some. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. You know, now that you say it, that's the key, that's thing the that key separates factor. That and it seems like a hundred percent of them have no souls. <laughs> but the thing was, is that like what they saw was that all of these bots, right. That were charged up making all these like Snyder cut, um, tweets. They would be charged up for a period of time and then all lose, like lose all the steam. But 87% of that data still remained fluid. You you know, say, so, like, they were active Twitter users after that? No, they weren't. It, was, it would just yeah, it was something and then it would like, go But away. the rest of them. The rest of them were, yes. Yeah, yeah there was something like a, a million, million tweets a day happening <laughs> that they said, like, give me the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut, and then after that, it dropped down to, like, 50,000 or 40,000, it says, and this, people were like, that can't happen. You guys ready for this? You ready for the fucking twist? The fucking, oh, shit, we should have paid attention to the first chapter of this book series. You ready? Mm-hmm. All of this is alleged that Snyder hired those bots to get his cut of the movie literally around the time that BVS came out. What? Yep. Because BVS ate shit with critics and audiences and didn't the studio wasn't happy. They didn't make the money they thought they were going to make. So he Wait. is a let he is accused of at that time going and 
investing in like you know bot services to pretty much hype up his cut. So, but BVS came out after Justice League. No, then how is it? How does that math even work? Well, was it was it in like pre-production? Okay, Justice League started filming the day BVS was released to theaters. So, um. Uh, what's it called? So the movie was well into production, like way past pre. They had already shot some stuff, like preliminary stuff. Now they're like in full production. They were the bots originally were there to like hype up BVS, like to make like that's where it started. And then, like as the over the lifetime, they switched to Snyder Cut bots. Now they're just hyping up that. You know what I mean? They're like, learning exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of my thing is like, if he really did do this. Which he did it. Come on, let's be real. Um, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, uh, you know, uh, allegedly. Um, wink, wink. It, it's just such a set. Like, just make a better movie, guy. Like, that's all you got to do, man. Just make a good movie. Ever listen? How about I'm, you put a little less Snyder on it? And but, dude, that's what I. But like, I feel like Snyder's most Snyder movies are his best ones. Like I feel like three hundred and Watchmen and what's that other one I really like a lot? Uh, there's three. Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting, yeah, that one too. No, there's three Snyder movies I like. I can't remember what the other one is. Oh, uh, Dawn of the Dead. That's the one. Yeah, all right. of those I like. Those are very Snyder movies. It's just this weird like new sense where people think he's like an auteur visionary. It's just like he's oh he's uh, Michael Bay. God. He's like the new. He's our generation's Michael. No, Bay. he isn't, dude. He's not. No. I, oh, Michael not. Bay. No. My, Michael Bay is is excess, and that's what I think that uh, Snyder. Michael is Bay excess. Snyder just, has big ideas that he can't execute. Michael Bay. Michael has Bay big ideas has that he sometimes no executes. small ideas has that he no just blows ideas up. that he executes. He has no good car ideas. No good. He car has ideas. no good car ideas. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of wild. Burke, what's your take on this? Dude, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it was like, like you were talking about, if it's, you know, BBS and then he already was like, shit, we have to do this and already was planning to do bots and everything with it. Like, there's no way that the internet didn't like take to this and all of his fans just absolutely like shit on everything else and just say, let's get all of this because that for sure happened. I mean, look at I the look at the, the bots, gentle, look at look at the gentle minions. We see that there is a desire for people to do like fuckery online. Right, like there's very clearly people that want to do dumb shit. Yeah, and and it really depends on what your lane of dumb shit is. Like, you know, fuckery online is three guys, one screwdriver, all the way to the gentle minions. You know what I'm saying? Like that is there's there's a lot of lanes in there. You know what I mean? And the fucking Snyder cut one is very specific. Hey, I think they're out there. Am I supposed to know what three guys one like, screwdriver is? I was or? gonna just let that go. I was gonna just let what it do you pass mean you're us just by. Just gonna let it go. It's it, it is it is absolutely underneath the hood, hood of fuckery on the internet. People have sent me that video before. I don't. I don't this is news thank to God us. Nick and I are uninitiated. You don't know what that is. That it's it's a it's a stuff it's a snuff film. It's of some guy gets no married. No shit. <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting it not to be something like that. I just kind of wild. Like you know, that's one of the original hits. Like <laughs> you guys haven't seen it. So, um, but yeah, Nick, what about you? Where are you at? Um. Well, I mean, 
like I like the Snyder cut. I, that's the one thing I'll have to say. I think he's done a lot of damage to the DC universe. And the one thing that I that I was happy was that he got to release that. So if he did do the bots, uh, I don't mind that much. Wait, what? What did you just say? I the the if he if he did send bots uh-huh. out there to get his eventual release of the movie. I'm glad that it happened because the one that we got in theaters was worse than anything he's ever done. Like the worst thing that happened to DC was Joss Whedon coming in and finish finishing that movie. As much as I dislike everything else Zack Snyder has done, that was unforgivable. You're just taking like a super Machiavellian approach to this. We yes. got a good version of something that was bad and that's all that matters. At the end of the it day, it, it the worked finish. out. It made it over the finish line. <laughs> yes. Competently. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, it made what? it over the finish line. Period. <laughs> Stylishly, <laughs> it was falling with style. Certainly, a lot of style. Twenty four percent of that movie is slow motion. Hey, that's the thing. It, it definitely the director's cut could have been. Oh no! Cut. I'm sorry. It's twenty four minutes, twelve percent, something like that. Twelve percent. Yeah, it could have been cut down substantially, but. I'll overlook it, especially because it's like at that point he was like, I'm taking a hundred million dollars and I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. It's not like it was, you know, after, you know, like him trying to make this movie and then DC, you know, like was like, hey, just, you know, just cut this that, and the other. There was a whole saga and he was like, fuck it. I'm doing it my way. Can you guys imagine, did you guys ever think that in 2013 when they were like, we're doing a DC universe, that almost 10 years later, it would be this absolute train wreck with like this weird cult that kind of grew out of it and like this toxic community and horrible misbehaving actors and actresses. 10 and years ago, the world a was a fucking very different place. reboot within a reboot and like what was supposed to be their Avengers and it, it, like... We still haven't even seen The Flash yet. Like, (laughs) what should have been... You guys, DC owns the rights to the two greatest comic book characters ever created. They put them in one movie together, (laughs) and it was a fucking travesty. What should have been a slam dunk. What should have been the easiest win ever. Like, should be up within, like, the highest grossing movies of all time conversation as well as great. And there'll be some weird like offshoot. That's like, well, I don't like the movie because of the one thing that they changed from the, 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 like there'd be those weird people. Like it should have had that legacy and they missed the mark so hard because they Snydered too hard. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They're high off that Snyder. Anyway, can we not talk about this anymore? Okay. There's there's more to talk. about. Now I'm depressed. It's just so wild. At least we have like when Joaquin I read that Phoenix article in a musical coming up. When I read that article and I saw the words BVS come up, I was thrown into that movie theater in 2016. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I forgot this movie came out!" Like, ah, <laughs> uh, man. All right. So Stray, right? Oh yeah. We're talking about Stray. Yeah. So Burke, how much did you play of it? Because I finished it last night. Oh, you finished it? Yeah, because nice. it's only no, like four I, hours I have not long. moved forward more. I'm about 
Well, so I, I'm in the slums part two. So where would you say that is? You like have like two hours percentage? left. I, I downloaded okay, so I'm it. about halfway. I downloaded it this morning and played almost about the same amount as Mike. I'm in the, in the slums part two as well. Um, so right off the bat, I'm just going to say this. As far as setting out uh, a goal, you're a cat. They got it. They got it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's It's fun. Um, however, I was kind of surprised of the way the game actually ends up playing out. You know what I, like maybe not exactly story wise, but actual like gameplay environment. It, it does feel like it's it, it primarily a step away from like a point and click fucking telltale games kind of thing where you're just getting the story moving along and not yeah. doing it. The puzzles are all very similar so far. So I do agree with that. The puzzles are fun though. They're they fun, but it's fun. like very repetitive. Yeah, which, I mean that's, that's why actually it's a five that's hour a really movie. good point, Nick, with like the point and click kind of thing. Because um, yeah, it's if it was, I know like the scale of the game and it technically being like an indie game mm-hmm. that it only is going to be you know this in depth. But it's one of these games that I felt like if it had either more time or more funding or something like that, you really could have had a lot of cool little special moments that would have been like little secret areas or not necessarily just like to progress the game, but just like little fun moments that you look at and you're like, wow, this little area is just fantastic. That happens occasionally, but I really wanted more of that. When when it does happen, it's, it feels like it's, it's, you know, you talk to a robot and it's like, Hey, here's here's one line of my backstory, and that's it, and that's every single time so far. Again, we're only halfway through, but it's ne- like each individual one isn't special. They're all pretty much the same beat every time. Yeah, like there there are cool little things that like when you mess with the robots, like when you jump on their like mahjong table, and then like it all gets splattered everywhere, and then they spend ten minutes picking it back up, and then you just jump on it again. Like it to Pat's point, like you are a cat, you're doing cat things. And it does that perfectly. Um, Pat, did you feel uh, all the mechanics, the things like um, meowing, you could, you could, perfect. You could meow, yes. you could scratch, um, uh-huh. you know, you could nap. A lot of those times, they're just there to so you could do them. They don't really have any ramifications. Sometimes they do. Sometimes you can like scratch on a door, but. I wish those things had more purpose rather well, than just doing them for the sake of doing yeah, them. Yeah, I kind of felt that way, especially when you're, like, tearing up the carpet. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. Um, because uh, I was like, the cat should have a health bar, you know what I mean? And, like, me ripping up this carpet um, with my claws and not my mouth, uh, <laughs> that, should re- that should regen my health, you know what I mean? Um, I, I think I think that's something. too much. Like the game is not but, meant to be. Yeah, yeah. But the game is not meant remember... to be anything about like having health or having, like that kind of thing. I think those there, while they really don't serve a purpose, just serve a purpose but, of reinforcing right. you're a cat. You, here's, but like, like I said, let's talk about the context of it. Is that like the the controls? Like to like I like nobody here yet. I think has mentioned like the gameplay specifically and how like being a cat is so finely tuned. Like they didn't overdo it, you know what I mean? It's not overcomplicated. To and but what I was gonna say though, Nick, is that to your point, there is some purpose with those with clawing stuff yeah. because like I've Here ripping down shades and like I find a secret and now I have like a 
Have you guys gotten to like the open part of the city yet where like you're doing all the jobs and everything going through all like the where I left off, uh, Mike, uh, I, I think you and I are on the same spot. I just helped Doc get back to the main slums. And now now we're off on onto like the next part of the journey, oh, okay. but we're still in the slums. Yeah, I put the transducer in. So then it like started, you know, OK, I'm a little bit ahead, antenna, a little bit ahead of Mike. Also, I want to point out. A lot of Back to the Future references in that <laughs> oh, one for segment. Sure. So, yes. So you for have sure. Doc, the character Doc looks like Doc in the very beginning, like when Marty first goes to 1955. I have some of Mike's gameplay here if you want to switch over to that. Nick. There's a, uh, the. Uh, Ooh, Michael. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I found this out. Is, you, you can could, just push this guy down. Yeah, you can trip plenty <laughs> of people. It's awesome. So actually, Mike, fun. watching your gameplay, I want to know what did you. um. What did you play? Uh, you played this on your laptop, right? Yeah, I played this on the new laptop. Oh, and you're obviously... Um, oh, dude, that's the best. You get confused and you can't control it. <laughs> you get, if you get a bag stuck on your head, all your uh, controls are inverted. Like, left is right, right is left. So this is me just trying to fuck with this guy with a bag on my head. It's Interesting. a nice little fun thing. Um, so I watched Liz play it on her PC. And... Um, start that over. Yeah. So I watched Liz play it on her PC. What the fuck? She's when you meow at the cameras in the beginning of the game, the camera's like, yeah, okay. Huh. Like <laughs> it recognizes you because that's when you're trying to find your little robot dude. And then this to me just feels like a sum of See, the experience Mike, of the game so this far. This is what I, I wish there was more stuff like this. The sheet music. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Keep going, Pat. What were you saying about Liz? Oh, well, she played this on PC. I want to talk about performance uh, real quick. Um, she played this on PC, and she, I, I was watching her, and it seemed like in the more heavily populated areas, it dipped down to like 30 FPS, like 40 FPS. Um, So I just watched that footage. Now, that footage was definitely 30 FPS that for looked, sure. That looked good. It, it looked very cinematic. Um, so Nick, what are you playing at right now? I'm playing on the PS, uh, four. four. Okay. So you're definitely a 30 FPS as well. I played it on the PS five and it's 4k at 60 FPS or like, you know, whatever the fucking 4k for it's checkerboarded or it's like a, it's a dynamic resolution. So it's more than 10, like it's more than 1440p, but it's like less than 4k. It's like somewhere around there. Either way though. I never had a dip in performance once, but that's the one thing I've heard is that the PC performance across the board is kind of hit and miss, like depending on your rig, which makes oh, sense for an I, indie game. I didn't have any issues with any performance. I didn't get like any lagging or kind of like, you know, frame drops or whatever. But you're playing um, on like a state of the art laptop, right? I was going to say it's a brand new laptop and yeah. I was on high settings to be fair. Like it was, it was like chewing a lot of CPU. Did you did you uh, record OBS at 30 FPS? Because then it would have just captured in 30 FPS. Regardless, that, that was just that was just captured from a what do you call it the Xbox Game Bar. Yeah, whatever. Like it just has like an auto capture. Kind oh, of whatever thing. the onboard is. Yeah, that might be why. Yeah, I don't have that set. I have it. I didn't change any of the settings with that or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, did you just meow? Yeah, <laughs> meow, meow. 
Well, um, there was a lot of animations they did in the game too that looked like a cat. Like as someone who lives with multiple cats, I was like, they did a multiple good job. Multiple is an understatement. They have multitudes. Yes, <laughs> they did a real good job. I like you could basically stage the Last Supper with all of your cats. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus, right there in the middle. Who? Which one? Which cat would that Jesus cat be? Nico. Uh, okay. G. Uh, for, it'd probably be Shadow. You know, he's. He's the most forgiving out of all the cats. <laughs> he performs the most miracles. I would say, yeah. He turns the most water into wine around here. I, I do want to say, like, what I'm saying. As anyway. w- I feel like a lot of our conversation so far has been uh, not necessarily negative, but not positive. And I do want to say the story and the environment are really compelling. Yeah. Now, um, yes. I don't know how to put it's this weird, like, a post apocalyptic, it's post human yeah. sort of. Like, yeah. So what's the deal? Okay, so you guys didn't finish it. Do you guys know how the, how it ends at all or no? No, and okay. I don't. I don't yet. No. Okay. So without spoiling anything, I'll say this: I played through the ending, and I, I, I get how it fixes like what what you end up doing. I get how it fixes an immediate solution, like an immediate solution to a problem, but long term, I don't know. Like with everything they set up long term, I don't know how it's supposed to resolve the plot. So if this does well, they get a sequel and, yeah. and Which it, make a bigger scale to. game. It's going to. Yeah, I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they get acquired by, by Sony. That'd be cool. Then they can really fucking, you know, there's cat combat in the next one, the fucking GTA size city. And I like, think, like, you can I, eat mice. I think there should be more, like, because it, 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 at its game, uh, little, at its core, I like that it's got that kind of like lo-fi hip hop, you know, thing kind of it beats in the background. It is very chill. Yeah, I listen to podcasts while I played. Yeah, you know, oh, well, that's the thing. It's like it, it is very chill and it makes you like enjoy the environments. Yeah. I would like more stuff like that where you kind of want to explore and just live in the environment. I don't need a ton of combat. Just more things that kind of make the world feel lived in, which it does a, a good job at, but I just like to see more interactivity. Well, you Bert. Yeah, I I think that's a similar kind of note. I don't want any combat. If they got acquired, I would just like it to be completely world building and expanding on, like I like I was talking about, like little niche elements that really just in, make you, I mean, you're a cat, so your mobility and the way that you travel and the way that you kind of just move around the whole environment is so specifically well, unique. I feel like that's and captured I, really well in the level design, though, now that yeah. you say. I, yeah, I, I completely agree. I was going to say, I think they do a really like, good job with that. I just want it to be much more the mechanics of the game are built around the mobility of a cat so like you know what's a cat without a tree you know what i'm saying like i uh i listened to this one uh ign review and i don't want to parrot their uh their critiques um 100 but i do agree they said uh basically there should be a universal jump button rather than having to go up to things and then it'll show you i wish it was like you discover what you can jump on rather than being told every single time what i appreciate about it is as somebody who has cats cats don't just jump from thing to thing they they will mathematically in their head measure the distance between where they got to go and how they got to get there and then you'll see like if my cats jump from the floor to like the top of the tree they will square themselves up, look, and then like have a plan. Right. So I liked the idea that the cat, you know, what do you guys name your cats? 
Uh, you could name your cat? No, but I just, I oh, like, I, I called mine Rick the entire time. Rick? I didn't name my cat. Michael I Rick. didn't do that either. Yeah. <laughs> but we, to be fair, Nick and I don't have wrong. cats, so we didn't um, need to, you know, intrinsically name it. So, yeah. so anyway. Uh, I just put my, in my head, I was the cat. Yeah. But I, but so I liked the, I liked watching the cat square up and jump. Like, yeah. I thought that was what I'm more emblematic is, of how to be a cat. I agree with that. What I'm saying is I wish that it was just like you could like if you might not be able to jump everywhere, that's fine. But I just wish that like there wasn't an X on every single ledge. You know, what I mean, like if the if you hit jump and you can't jump, maybe the cat try, like does one of those stutter steps and doesn't let you. Or if the ledges maybe had like it, it would glow when you could jump on it. Um, but it wasn't, you know, like. It felt very much linear in that way. So, Nick, let me ask you a question. If there was ledges pointed out to you that, like, where the cat could actually, like, let's say cat parkour, yeah. right? Would you see that as, would you say that, would you see that as more of an evolution forward? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just want to make sure. And the other thing, uh, just the way <laughs> on the PlayStation controller is every, all, like, the, like, interact uh, everything was through the square, which mm-hmm. just like X, it should always be X, you know, yeah. like that was, that was on my that, end. Too. That was my big criticism. Like progressing through a conversation is X to end a conversation is B that to like interact with other shit is like Y or a, like so, there, it was not consistent to the point where I was like, what is happening here? So Nick, we just had this conversation about ledges. Okay. Yes. You haven't played the Arkham games, right? Uh, no, I've watched playthroughs, but I've never played them myself. Okay, so I would say your complaint with the X button being everywhere is akin to, like, the grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how it's like you're just walking and it'll be a ledge that highlights as you're walking, like, where you can grapple and, like, like basically where you can jump to. But then you, when you were talking about the the highlighted ledges, it occurred to me, I was like, oh, Nick's probably never played the Tomb Raider games or the Uncharted games. Nope. So you're so you're if they implemented those systems, you think it would have been better, like a better traversal system around the because like I, I, Uncharted, I, Uncharted and Tomb Raider are basically like that, where it's like the path is laid out for you, but it's up to you through the controls on how you get through the path. Right. Exactly. And like what like what path you take. Um, but there is no like prompt like you just have to see that that's something you can climb. Exactly. On I think that would make more sense to me. Or it'd feel, think, it'd feel more organic at the end of the day. Right. I would just like a little bit more of the system built out of the movement. Like maybe you can like run up a little bit of a wall and jump to another kind of thing. Like, or, you know, other little things that make it fun to be a cat. Like if there's like little strings dangling, like maybe you hit those around. Maybe right. you like bat around like a little mouse or something like that. Because yeah, right. like those at the end of the tiny day, quality of life things. At the end of the day, all you're really doing is jumping running and interacting those are the like only mechanics there are which is fine for a five-hour game but i mean if we were to get see a sequel i'd like to see like mike what mike's saying is more combo type stuff and more abilities yeah i want to fight mice I don't. Well, I mean, yeah, you kind of do. I I would do that, like you know, just like a little bat around kind of thing. But I think for what it's trying to do, I I think it does. You should have to fight a dog, a mongoose. (laughs) You gotta make anti-venom. An eagle. An eagle. (laughs) Birds. There's many. There's many predators out there. Do cats have like you know how dogs don't like mailmen? Uh huh. Is there a human version of like a cat's enemy? Or is it's it just non-owner? <laughs> any person. Mummies. 
Cats don't like mummies. Oh yeah. no, mummies don't like cats. That's no. how it is. Yeah. Cats love mummies. They were buried with mummies. Yeah, but mummies don't like cats. Yeah. Why were they buried with them? Well, Mike, have you seen the mummy movies? I know, and that's a pro. Do you want to start? All right, Brendan Fraser, <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> All right. How but about what do you what do you guys what do you think like overall? Was it like worth the money, worth the time, worth the performance playing and everything? I thought it was fine. Like it for th- I got it for thirty dollars and it was a fi- it was exactly what I expected it to be and I got it done in one night so that's fine like I'm good with that. Do you like, think it has replayability? No, not at all. There's yeah. I don't think there's anything to bring me back right now. But that once again that's fine. Like they'll patch something in. They'll put something. I don't know. There's gonna be a community around this game. There's gonna be speedrunners for yeah, sure. Yeah, the only the only replayability I would have if I was trying to get like all 100% achievements, mm-hmm. there's a couple things I know that I already missed and one of the achievements is finish the game in under 2 hours. So yeah. if you want to do that, that would literally be and I don't know. I don't know if I care enough to do that for this kind of game. I I've seen metrics before like uh, reviewers where they're like, "I want to get $1 of enjoyment for every dollar or 1 minute of enjoyment for every dollar that I spent." Dude, that's not a good system to base your gaming experience. Did I say minute? Of. 1 hour of enjoyment out of every dollar that I spent. Yes, so that's 30 like- hours of enjoyment for $30 of a game. I don't think it's a bad metric. It might not be the only one. It's the worst metric. Why? <laughs> because like not every game sets out to be a thirty-hour experience. Like yeah. God, like God, the, well, the first mean, God you, of War is like replay. This... Like let's say this game was five hours, like it is, but you could replay it multiple times. Then mm-hmm. you get thirty hours of enjoyment. Yeah, which it doesn't. I do think that. It compl- I think it just depends on your intention. To me, I, to that's, me, if that's I think your you intention. Could, you could bring the price down a bit. I think it, I I think this game is fun and enjoyable, and people should play it. But I think, you know, yeah, you could probably. Thirty dollars is a little expensive what for would a five-hour game. Twenty dollars, twenty bucks, yeah. Well, Honestly, I don't know if it would sell as well as it might if it was like a twenty-dollar game. Like, I think there is an inherent value in like the quality of the game and the price of the game being at thirty dollars. Fair enough. Because if you made it like a fifteen-dollar game, I think it would be kind of like it would devalue. Well, I might check it, it out. Pe- pe- people yeah. would think about that. It's a lower quality product. I get that. Yeah. That's fair too. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, we're all giving this game like a thumbs up, right? Yeah, for sure. I would yeah. definitely. This is a good game. I would absolutely tell everyone to play this if they wanted, if they have any interest in if it. They have a cat. Yeah, and if you're a cat it, person, yeah. go for it. It's it's a quick game. Get it done in a day or two, and also, it's just like no no stress. I, I didn't feel like cha-la-la. upset playing it. You know? Yeah, I listen to podcasts. I I I, I watched right. Twitch. Anybody listening to this, don't play it the way Pat does. Listen to the game soundtrack. Especially because you can make the guitar guy, you can give him sheet music and give him different songs. I gave him music to play. I, I gave to him it. music. I gave him the, the original. The original soundtrack is really good, though. Yeah. Like I do recommend it too. I, I also want to point out my girlfriend is not a video game person, but I do think if I, I were to say here, play this, just hand her the the controller. You know, it's something that she could wrap her head around and enjoy, rather than feeling like I don't want to have to learn how to play this. You don't think right. she can? other video games she's like i don't want to invest any time in learning the mechanics of it this she could i think she could jump into it and enjoy it interesting i think i think liz is liking it so far she seemed to get well, the hand plays video games yeah i think she seemed to get the hand and the handle down a bit but she was having some problems running away from the enemies i was like you gotta move you gotta move you gotta well, be quicker a lot of the game is so chill up front well that, like when i first got into the parts where you had to deal with what are they what are they called 
The lur- the Zerk. The Zerk, yeah. Zerk. Um, I just lurk. wasn't I wasn't used to lurk. hitting the run button, so I would get swamped by them um, real quick. The other thing that Liz does is, for whatever reason, she plays with. Listen, there's there's different ways to play on a controller. One of them's like the claw. One of them's like you know, but pretty much bog standard. You want to have both thumbs on both joysticks pretty much every, all all of the time, so you can move the camera. Go to Mike. Mike, bring that back again. When you're not a what's it called? When do, are you demonstrating right He's now, Mike? Okay. I am demonstrating. He's okay. the, Only he's when you need to move to the face the buttons do you need to have them there. Liz's problem is that she couldn't keep an eye on the enemies because she kept her thumb off of the right stick. What was she doing with it? Just hanging out on a face button. I was like, what are you doing? You got to keep that there. It doesn't move. It's like 10 and 2. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) <laughs> it's like piloting a helicopter. Yeah, you know, you you know, you, you got to have both hands going at, yeah, at the same time. Exactly. You do you do not want to fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, one out of ten, everybody. I'd give this like a seven. It's good. It, it's good, but it's not like you know, it's not. It's not like. Uh, I might give it a six and a half, um, but just because it's so motherfucker. I really enjoyed the game. It's just that there's like not a lot of meat on them bones. Welcome I think to for what it, for what for it, what it is, is. I'm, it's uh, it's seven or eight, but as overall, I'd give it a six and a half as far as games that I like. I'm excited about and enjoyed. Mike, within like the within the scope of how it was set up and everything, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. Oh wow, okay, okay. I think it like vis- visually, it's great. The character movement's great. The soundtrack's good. It's just short. Yeah. Okay. And I just Fair don't. Want, I give every you know like I want to avoid the pitfall of giving everything a seven, so I'm saying six and a half. <laughs> mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Indecisive. All right. IGN, everything is seven or eight. Well, speaking of indecisive, we saw Nope as well, you guys. We did. And um, I got to be honest with everybody. I I don't think I liked it as much as I thought I was going to. What? And that surprised me a bit. Just a little surprise. Thank you. I needed that. Um, I really enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> so let, let me put it like this. Here's the thing. Thanks, me. <laughs> um, I thought that this is very well made, very well constructed. The cinematography is absolutely beautiful. Um, the performances are wonderful. Kiki Palmer is so fucking good in this movie. It's unbelievable. That this girl deserves as far as I think for this an Oscar nomination. She's fucking unbelievable how good she is. Um I I did not love how the story turned out like with everybody knows it's an alien, right? Why why would you do- got to say spoilers before you say no no dude yeah, everybody in the, tra- knows. In the trailer it's in the, trailer. It's it's in the poster it's I a guess. fucking it's a cloud so like, i guess the new the new trailers they're they're revealing it yeah so like i just didn't love where that went everything was awesome like i can't like there's the writing is really good the um the spectacle of it all you know was really good but I just thought they made some decisions at the end that I that just did not make sense to me. And I might have missed something because I also felt like out of all three of his movies, the messaging was the muddiest out For of sure. all of them. So 
I here he, I'm I'm gonna agree with you and say everything was really great up until the end, and then it got a little bit distracted and it kind of dragged. Uh, but I think it doesn't bring down my enjoyment of the movie at all. It's just like unfortunately they weren't able to wrap it up perfectly with it like you know yeah. like a beautiful bow at the end but I, i'm not going to dock it points for that yeah um burke what about you what do you think non-spoilers well i'm in mexico oh, that's and right the movie, the movie while it comes out in or came out in what july 22nd for you guys yes yeah uh, it comes out August 24th in Mexico. So you weren't able to get a stream of it? <laughs> I literally, I, I, well, I couldn't find like a, a, cause it just came out. I couldn't find like a quality stream or anything gotcha. like that online. I wouldn't um, even fuck with that in another country. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to be on some watch list. Just saying, bro, you don't know what them federales will do. So, all right? uh, Mike, <laughs> get a knock on my door. You okay. wanna, do you want to just uh, duck out and I'll text you when we're nah, past y'all, the y'all can Y'all can more than happily talk about it. Um, don't duck him out. Don't duck out because... Uh, it's going to mess with everything. It's going to mess with everything. No, no, I just mean like just mute it and I'll text you. you <laughs> go, know, like Go somewhere else in your house. <laughs> you just get, close out Discord, mute us, and I'll text you when we're through spoilers. I'll just do this. Look, I'll do this. Yeah, there you go. Do you want to do that? Because I think it's worth not getting spoiled. Like, I really enjoyed it, and the twist is cool. Yeah. You might, totally you might fine already with that. Know Let me take twist. my headphones out. Okay. This is a point for non-spoilers for the rest of y'all, too. I'll join you for it. Okay. And uh, just give me some big old waves. Yeah. I'll be right here, though. Okay. 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 All right. So, um, all right, Nick. You ready? I didn't... I, I, Non- what can we say that, that behind Mike's back right now? Okay, this is the only moment we ever have. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So do we have any other non-spoilers? Um, I just, the listen, I'm going to give this an eight and a half out of ten because I did really like it. Really I just did like not it. love the ending. Like the cinematography is beautiful. I, Everything's beautiful. I'd probably give it a nine. Okay. It's beautifully shot. All the actors are great. Um, and I do like some of the messaging, but like you said, it, it does get a little muddy. Um, yeah. So and I think, hold we... on. The biggest thing, the number one feather in the cap, I think, for this is the marketing was incredible. It, like, this is some of the best trailers and teasers for a horror movie that yeah. I think I've seen in, da- in, in well, ages. Because when you watch the trailers, you know the scene. Where there's the woman looking up at the sky and her whole face is like deformed. Yeah, I will. Uh, th- I'm you know like th- I don't think this is a spoiler, but I thought the whole the premise of the movie was going to turn into Something aliens that her. suck your life force out and turn you into like a husk. And then there's all the images of like the chimp. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, so there's going to be some type of aliens that suck your soul out and something to do with chimps. And then what, like, that was nothing to do with what we actually got. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So I would say out of the two of us, it would be like an eight out of 10. That's like a, that, that, that there, there's my math. You said uh, eight and a half and I said nine. Yeah. So that may, brings us to an 8.75. Okay. So yeah, an eight out of 10. Anyway, um. So yeah, and I would, 80, 87 out of 100. 87 is out of 100. There so you yeah, go. only 13% of them. <laughs> yeah, are, all those Zack Snyder all those people. Zack Snyder people. <laughs> no, so, um, but yeah, so let's just get into spoilers because I feel like at this point there's no way to talk about this, but right. to spoiler. So 
first of all, what I like about Jordan Peele is that he's directing elevated horror, but he also still makes it regular horror in the sense that like I saw some gruesome ass shit and yeah. I like that. I like seeing horrible things happen to people in horror movies. That's why I watch them. Um, but even like this, like it's got a good mix of every, every yeah. type of like, it not only does gruesome stuff happen, but also like those suspenseful moments when like the, the little aliens were in the barn and like the first time you get a nope moment, yeah. uh, like that was so good. And I was like, I was terrified of the, you know, the, the aliens. Yeah. Um, so the, I felt a little bit disappointed with the, with the, um, like, uh, with the reveal. And what it ended up being. Because I thought it would go much bigger. You know what I mean? And it's really not. But they don't ever explain it. You know what I mean? I think it's, an, it, to me, alright, so the big reveal, I, I think we're both talking about the same thing, is that the alien spaceship is actually a living creature. Yeah. And it's a predator. It's like a super predator um, that eats people and horses. Dude, but, when it was showing the inside of the... um the inside of its stomach when it was eating those people and they yeah. were all screaming. Um, I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. I was, this is awful. I can't and watch the, this. the horse skull. Yeah. Well, I think that was the trophy, right? Cause it spits out the trophy later on. After You're it's... adding an L to the word trophy again. What trophy? Yeah. You said, we'll go back. You okay. say trophy. <laughs> it's a trophy. Oh, that's why he's keeping it in there. Yeah. Well, cause remember, um, he spits it out later on. Oh, you're talking about the statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I thought it was a skull of a like digested horse, like one of the living horses. Mm. But I could be could wrong. Could have been one of the either. Yeah. But um, to me, that's like that's a th an interesting thing that no other writer director would have thought to do a living flying saucer. Yeah. That's so cool. But also, I feel like part of the twist is turns out if you just don't look at it, it won't attack you. I, I mean, like, I like that he gave it, you know, like, animal instincts and the fact that he was able to learn from different, you know, life lessons and he was able to do deduce that. It wasn't just, like, fucking, you know, like, think about, like, a quiet place, like, where yeah. where it was, like, they they hear, they they uh, chase sound. How do we defeat? The, it wasn't, like, a whiteboard moment, like, something lame like that. This was actually like, okay, we set up, he has these experiences, and through interacting with the creature, he's figured out how to avoid, you know, falling into its trap. So, all right. But, all right, so, like, now now let me ask you this. What do you think the messaging was? Um, so, I think a lot of it had to do with... Uh, I, I think there was a few things. One of them being, like, always being connected to like media and and like what is the price of fame and uh, like everybody's kind of lust for fame social media and like the the biggest thing that i that i would dock, dock points for was the tmz guy how over the top he was like that was and his dialogue sucked yeah like he's lying there with his arm broken he's like take a picture of me take i i get the point that they're trying to make is that you know people will do anything and go, go through so many things to to have their moment of fame but he was over the top. But I think a lot of it had to do with that. Yeah. What about what, what did you take away from it? I I didn't get any messaging the whole movie. I was like, this is a, this is very interesting. I I like where this is going. Um, and I, because like here's the thing. I think it's an interesting idea to be a living creature as opposed to just a flying saucer, 
right? Mm -hmm. But I had geared myself up for like the flying saucer experience. Yeah, Yeah, little green men almost. We kind of got that in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. And that did freak me the fuck out. I was like, what are these things? Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's like, how did they keep the, that character design from us? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just, I just kind of feel like that the whole, um, the whole, the whole, like, first of all, I don't know how the monkey fits into the story. Um, so- like, is that supposed to, I get that he's supposed to be like, he, his whole thing is like, Oh, that savage animal formed a bond with me so I can form a bond with this thing. Right. Right. You could have taken that out of the movie entirely, though, and approached that from a different angle and it would have been better. Right. So I I I get that. That being said, the chimp sequence or chimp sequences, well, those are incredible. Right. Those were I was watching those and I couldn't take first. Dude. When the door swings in the beginning and you see the bloody handprint mm-hmm. and then you see the chimp fucking from the from behind like beating the fucking lady up and then later on when the co-star tries to leave mm-hmm. and the chimp fall like it comes through that it beats the shit out of him too like that no joke is like one of my like top 10 biggest fears is like a uh, fucking a chimp yeah dude you ever heard about that lady that that um yeah I mean that's where that's, that the character yes. is based off of the yeah. one who got her face ripped off hundred percent um dude they had a chimp at when I went to that guy from Tiger King's um place uh Doc Antle Doc Antle yeah. he has a place in Myrtle Beach and I went there and I hung out with like I did the the whatever experience to like pet tigers and like all this shit right. They said they were going to bring a chimp out. And I was like, I'm good. I got to get the fuck out. I was like, I'm good on the chimp. And they were like, um, they were like, no, they're, he's really nice. He's, I was like, no, really? I, you don't need to bring the chimp out. It's fine. They're like, why are you not like chimps? I go that one chimp tore that lady's face off. I go, I'm good. Those things rip your nuts off. They bite your fucking fingers off. They're like the, no thanks. I'm good. I'll take my chances with the fucking tiger. Um, they then went on to tell me that, well, that chimp was drugged and that chimp was this and it was stressed out because it wasn't living in a carrying environment. I was like, and what the fuck is this place? Yeah. I go, you're going to tell me you've never sedated a chimp before? Like, come on. <laughs> bullshit. You've drugged We've them. all been there. Like, like, <laughs> like come on. Uh, I bet in terms of zoology, like they def and like, and then there's all these allegations about that place when Tiger King comes out. Yeah. I have a picture with a tiger cub that's probably buried in his backyard somewhere. You know what I mean? Like it's that serious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, the, the, as far as I would imagine chimps gone wrong, this movie gets it. Chimps gone wild. The only problem with the chimp is that you can't have a CGI chimp look like that after, after planet of the apes happened. It didn't look bad. It didn't look bad, but it was not awesome. Not as good as Andy. No, not even close. Not even close. But so I think. But getting back to our original point, um, I think the all the sequences about Gordy's home tie into not only like giving the backstory of um, of Jupe getting that you know like feeling like he can form a bond with a wild creature, but also 
what people will do for fame, you know, for fame. Yeah. So he had this, he was very famous as a kid and now he wants that back and he's figured out, you know, he's got his whole uh, amusement park type thing, his, you know, rodeo show type thing. Right. But this new wild creature is his new Gordy. Yeah. So, I mean, it does tie in, but I do see what you're saying where if you were to take that out, you could still achieve the same that thing. That whole place could have been loaded with dangerous animals and he could have been like a weirdo that had like thought he had bonds. Could have been Doc Antle. Exactly. Like it could have been that style of character and it, I feel like it would have landed more. Um, but then at the same time, we wouldn't have had those sick, but like that is, and I, I, I'm wild. I tried to go through, uh, like on the, on Reddit and just see people discussing to see what themes they, they took away. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen anything from Jordan Peele yet. What he, what he says, you know, all the Gordy's home stuff is, is about, maybe there's more layers to it that you and I are missing, you know, it's possible. possible, but I, I get what you're saying, but those, those sequences were great. Um, it's, this movie has a great balance of not only is it a horror movie, it's very funny at a lot of times. And then Mm -hmm. there's like great action sequences at the end. It turns into a Western, you know what I mean? Like the whole, you know, like the, the final showdown between them and the creature. Um, definitely his biggest, um, uh, his biggest movie to date for sure. Which is weird because it has the smallest cast. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got a uh, small cast, but huge <laughs> scope. What'd you think of the guy who worked at Fry's? Uh the the kid who did yeah. all the cameras. Yeah. I thought he was good. Um uh like I thought he was annoying, which well, you were supposed to find him annoying. Um, you know what I mean? Like I think he did a great job. I, I love how he wrapped in himself ca- in barbed wire and like that's why the thing spit him out. I, like, th- I really thought he was going to get sliced in half. Yeah. Like he was going to get sucked up and it was just going to sever him in two. But that would know. be. And like you can totally expect that. You know what I mean? Because like uh, this is a Jordan Peele movie and he does not shy away from gore. I, I saw um, I saw Us. I think it's called mm-hmm. the last one. Us is the only one of his that I haven't seen, so don't spoil it for me. I do intend to get around okay, to it. Okay, so not to spoil anything in Us, but apparently people don't really like Us. I didn't realize this, um, that there's a large, like a like a majority of people actually walked away from that movie. It's like, I don't really like that. Really? I've heard nothing and but praise. I really like it, and then I, I went and I went to a discussion board, and I said, why don't people like it? And I was like, okay, I can see why they don't, but also I still, it doesn't take away from the effectiveness of the piece overall, I think. But I uh oh wow you're right it's got a 93 tomato meter and a 60 percent audience score yeah that's yeah. why a lot of people that don't like us um but I I kind of feel like um like a lot of I've heard people say Get Out is a perfect movie mm-hmm. I think Get Out's really good I don't think it's perfect though I like I, I think still it's, like, I would say it's closer to perfect than Nope. Yeah, so basically what I'm getting to is I still like Us more than this. Interesting. I like that movie better. I have to. Go, I really have to go back and watch that. That doesn't make this one... Um, I don't think that makes this one terrible, though. Um, that being said, I think it also reflects in the audience turnout because while Us made 75 million on its opening weekend, this only made... 44. Do you think it's weird the time of year that it came out and it might do might not have at done all. better I believe in the us, fall? I, let me just check in the Us release date. Uh, I just don't know how many people are going to see horror movies in the middle of the summer. 
Us was March. And let me just, what's the other one? Um, Get Out. Yeah. Well, I'll t- oh, that was February. Okay. That makes sense. Well, okay. So I'll tell you this. I think there's a bit of mismarketing going on here. Jordan Peele is known as a horror director. They gave this one a big old budget. And this one does have like the Spielbergian like shots of like wonder and awe and shit like that. Like the, the cinematography in this movie is absolutely outstanding. Like the way they shoot the creature, especially post transformation is fucking unreal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds you of like close encounters, you know, it's uh, I hear a lot of people saying comparing it to close encounters because it's just like it. It's very not just like it, but it's very reminiscent of close encounters. I'm trying to, there was another one that I thought it was, it was a lot of like um, uh, I've heard Jaws too. Jaws, the, I'm, the one I'm thinking but, of like that's even, every horror oh movie. signs. It feels a lot yes. like signs, but the difference between this and signs is where it, signs is very passive dialogue driven and about people overcoming their internal struggles which this is as well with the it also, backdrop of an alien invasion right. it's less about the aliens more about the people whereas this is like it flips that and it gives them more active roles in what's going on and i love signs i it's one of my favorite alien yeah. movies it's my favorite Shyamalan movie what'd you think of um the rain scene that was fucking cool it yeah. to me it wasn't the scariest part um, but I was like, it, there was that Spielbergian wonder where it was like, holy shit, they're in for trouble right now. I thought the most Spielberg part was when they were, when they were getting it, uh, when it was coming down the fucking road uh, when they're like shooting it. Yeah. Uh, after the, the horse chase. Yeah. And, um, I was like, wow, this really, it looks, this at a certain point, I was like, this is Close Encounters. Like, he clearly yeah. watched Close Encounters beforehand. I love the the way it moved, too. Like, when it would, like, rise and fall over the hill. Yeah. That was scary. Like, yeah. that was like, you know, like, you're just seeing a little bit of Jaws. So, yeah. I guess I do see that comparison. Um, I like the government cover-up aspect of it, where, like, th- where the map is blurred out on Google Maps. Yeah. And the, um, the government said that he died of like a freak accident when that coin, the father, when he died. Dude, I was, the movie started up and I saw uh, uh, Keith David as the dad. I was like, fuck yeah. I didn't know he was in this. I love Keith David. And then he immediately gets murked, you know, yeah. like in the first five minutes. That was so disappointing. So he dies and they say the government says it's a freak accident and that that shouldn't have happened, right? Mm-hmm. Six months go by. They, the TMZ reporter's like, oh, this place has been this. The people who all got murdered at the fucking golf, I mean, at the golf course, at the uh, the weird ranch. ranch um, Jupiter's claim. Jupiter's claim. Uh, they all, they, the government said that that was a, that they were all missing in a weird, like, freak. Oh, yeah, whatever. there was, like, flash flood. Yeah, a flash flood. Yeah. And it was just, like, there's no evidence of that. So it's, like. Clearly, they knew, like, what was going on. Like, they yeah. knew something was out there, you know? And, like, you you don't realize, you're at a certain point, you're like, how does nobody else know about this? But then, like, you hear through the dialogue, like, when Fry drives out there, he's like, wow, I didn't realize you guys were this far out. Like, they're really out, yeah, there, out there, huh? Also, um, I like the little moments of discovery that, you know, they, they leave you breadcrumbs throughout to, you know, you can solve it. Um, and what the the first horse 
that like takes off a ghost when ghost takes off and OJ goes out to find him and you hear, uh, you know, Jupiter giving his whole speech way in the distance. It's like echoey and you can hear it's like the last six months we've been putting on this show and like that's there for you. And, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know oh, if everybody that's what it. that was. He gives that speech every time and he's out there and the, the power on their house goes down. So you just hear with the floodlights like, oh, the last six months we've been putting on the show and you're about to see, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I heard that and I was like, last six months, okay, six months ago, Keith David died. So obviously something's going, like, something's going on at Jupiter's place that they know it's something is connected here. Um, yeah, it was cool when it was revealed that Jupiter does know. Yeah, and did you notice the embroidery on the back of his jacket? Yeah, I saw and it's that. like, oh shit, you know, like the, oh, there's all those little great moments where it's yeah. like, you know, connecting the dots. Yeah, when he finds out if you just. If you don't look at it, it yep. won't kill you. And the whole time, you know, he like he's been selling horses to you know Jupiter, uh, and like turn, you know, he's like, like I want to buy some of them back. And, yeah, and Jupiter's like, uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, the horses are all dead. <laughs> oh my god! So like all those little breadcrumbs, like it's like really like good attention to detail. Yeah, it's and well it's placed. Not, it's it's not like it's a, if profound, but it's fun little nuggets that they're hiding. No, but it's also like telling the story. It serves a story. Yep. So yeah, it's good. Uh anything else before we move on? Um I, I get all the performances were great. Um who is the the filmmaker guy? His voice is incredible. Oh, okay. You know what? We should talk about him. What the fuck was that? Why did he kill himself? Um, okay, so I think that tied more into uh, the the I don't not that his has anything to do with fame because he's already a famous person, mm -hmm. but it was like he wanted to get like the perfect shot. So I think that was like him going out the way that he wanted to go out because he's already reached this point where he can like the I do one for me one for them and then one for me. This is the one for me. So it, like him going to any extreme to get that shot. Mm -hmm. Um. And, uh, like, I don't know if you picked up on this, uh, when he's at home, when they're first calling him to get to take the, the gig, he's editing footage of squids, like, tra transforming their form. Yeah. Which is like a, you know, like it's, um, it's foreshadowing, foreshadowing yeah, the, the form of the creature, which I thought was cool. Um, but, like, I, I don't know. Why did he decide at that moment to be like, you know what? I'm just going to murder but, myself. So he says he's like, uh, the light, it's going to be beautiful. He wanted to get that. So he, like, moved to get, like, the shot of the creature coming down with the sun in the background. Like, you know, as the sun was setting. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to get the perfect shot. No matter the cost. But I thought he said, you people don't deserve the perfect shot. He did say that. So what the fuck was up with that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's like it didn't really, that part didn't really make sense to me. Uh, again, this is something we're going to have to wait to hear from yeah. Jordan Peele. So there's also some chatter online of the legitimacy of did the cameras, like definitely the, the camera that got sucked up in the air is done, but the camera on the on the ground that they sh originally shot the creature with, mm -hmm. right? The one that the kid started, man started manning while the yeah. cameraman went off. Um, He, um, what's it called? Uh... There's question around, like, is that still around? Did like, it survive? Did it survive, pretty much? And speaking of survival, so what do you think happened to Otis? Because at the end of the movie, 
Kiki Palmer's character, what's her name? Um, Emerald. Yeah. M. Sees uh, Otis, uh, OJ, outside of the ranch, and it says, out yonder. Out yonder. So do you think he's alive? Now listen. I like to believe that he's alive. I like to believe that he's alive too, and it's also not a supernatural movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's well, it could. It didn't have to be supernatural. It could have just been her having a moment, like every time OJ like, reflected put, back on, on their dad. Yeah. That could have been her reflecting back on him. Yeah, I get that. But also at the same time, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, you gotta have it's either ghosts or aliens. You can't have both. You know, one or one or the other. It can't be it, ghost aliens. I don't think it was a. It could have just been like a, like in the, the fucking uh, at the end of uh, a Happy Gilmore when you see like Chubbs. Like yeah, he's not literally like waving down at Happy, but it's like the 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 he took th- his hand. He took his hand. <laughs> I took his eye. <laughs> I took his eye. Um, yeah, but either way, um, it's good. I think people should check it out. Um. Also, I uh, just want to mention the 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 way they like you think it's the sound of the creature in the beginning making these horrible moans, but it turns out it's just the horses and people that are being digested in its belly that you hear like making these moans and screams in the very beginning, which I thought was awesome. The creature doesn't he the creature makes like that clicking sound. I can't remember the. It makes like a, a like a ghostly moan in the beginning, and it's it sounds like a horse whinny, and then screaming people. Yeah, and it's just the the things that are inside its gullet. Yeah, because remember it sucked in all of those people at the and fucking. They're, and they're and still they're alive still in there, screaming and oh, man. until it juices them over the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really did. It did juice them, huh? Also. Now, I, why do you think it ju- it juiced it to claim its territory? Yes, right? yeah. yeah. the The other thing uh, at the end, when it reveals its 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 final form, at first I was like, I don't know if I like the design of the creature, but the more I thought about it, was if there was an alien creature, it would look un unnatural to us. It would, yeah. look, you know, it looked like an alien weird design. So. I, th- I thought it fulfilled that, you know, it has its first form where it looks like a UFO and then it turns into this weird alien form. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, anything else before we move on or no? I, I, I think that's it. I would say go see this movie. It's it's a lot of fun. I laughed. I was scared. I, yeah. The, the people, at the end of the movie, the other people in the theater, like, turned around to talk to me about it. Like, you know what I mean? I've never had that where other people are like, what about this part? That part was great, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, see it. See it. See it. We're, we're giving it an 87%. 87. Only 13% are bots. Yep. All right. So uh, it's as legitimate as any other social movement, so we'll I give, would say. Give Mike a big old wave. Yeah, it's, hello. Mike. You can come back now. <laughs> Did you see this? Is good, Pot. No, he's looking down at his phone. Uh, hold on. Mike. <laughs> Maybe if I send him a picture of my wiener. Do it. Do it right now. You got one preloaded on your phone? Always. Um, yeah, he's not. He, I'm, I'm going to play. Uh, oh, oh, Mike. Mike. Yeah, is he coming? Come back. Is he coming? Come, Come back, back. In, Mike. Come back. <laughs> Come to the light. Hey, Mike. Can you hear us? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're done talking about Nope. Yeah. Wonderful. Except for the part that turns out. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody explodes and <laughs> everybody it. gets juiced. Everybody's um, juiced. <laughs> uh, all right. So, boys, 
It's time. Oh, boy. It is the time of year that we all wait for. San Diego Comic-Con, everyone. That's right. We are all the way. That's right. On the East Coast, the exclusives have already dropped. You could Google this news, and yet you're deciding to stay with us. We thank you. Or if you're just clicking on this timestamp, welcome. Welcome. This is the this is the part of the show that really matters. So, San Diego Comic Con. I have only put on this list the things that were announced in Hall H, which is usually the biggest shit. Like that's the shit in where it goes wild. The stuff you can hear about on any other YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did pick up some of the animation stuff too, as well. MMA. MMA. Mememation. Surprisingly, <laughs> no. <laughs> surprisingly, no uh, video games were announced. I mean, there's that stuff going on with The Last of Us, but they're just clout chasing. You know, they're not a part of Comic-Con. And that's on God, baby girl. There you go. There's not a single person at Comic-Con who's like, we got Last of Us shit to reveal. Um, Did you know that Sam Raimi was originally going to be the director of The Last of Us movie before it became a TV show? Yeah, and I believe um, that been Maisie wild. Williams was in the talk for Ellie. That would have been so Really? Yeah. Yep. But anyway, so Hall H. So Marvel and DC, they had their presentations. And they, in Hall H, they really only talk about the movies. I'm going to start with DC because that's manageable. Um, do, you need, do you want your monitor or no? Um, I'll, I'll let you know when, to, when okay. to switch there, there, guy. So the first thing that DC rolled up to the party with was Shazam, Fury of the Gods, which now you can go ahead and switch over there, Nick. And I'm... Um, I'm going to go ahead and play it on low volume, and you can go ahead and watch that. Um, but basically, this trailer dropped, and the film is going to be set a few years after the first one. Okay? Now, have you guys seen the original one? Have not. Mike, have nope. you? Nope. It's good. You guys should check it out. It's a fun little uh, comedy. It's another one of those where it's like, I know it's good, just haven't had the time. Well, it's not the top of my list. <laughs> well, you're going to yeah, see this I one. I don't know how interested in it I am, honestly, but I will inevitably Mike, check it out. I mean, we watched all the bad DC movies. We should at least watch the good <laughs> you ones. You know, you're 100% right. <laughs> <laughs> we will rewatch the 2017 cut of Justice League. Anyway, uh, so the film's villains are going to be Daughters of Atlas, which is Helen Mirren's Helen character. Mirren. And Lucy Liu. Helen Mirren's playing Hespera. And Lucy Liu, I believe, is playing Calypso. Mm. <laughs> very pirates like so yeah pirate. listen i'm checking out the first trailer i have i can already tell you that this is going to be a much bigger scale movie than the first one i think they made the first movie for like 50 million dollars uh, so i mean not, not exactly a big budget i just wish we would you know like when things work at a small scale i wish that the next leap in logic wasn't now we have to go huge i wish it was let's do another Small scale one because we we have a formula that works. Yeah, but I mean, if you make a bunch of money, you're always going to go bigger because you can always make more money. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's original like, budget eighty to a hundred million. Box oh, okay. office, it made three sixty six million. On the Damn. oh, the original 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 Shazam original recipe Shazam. Yeah, OG Shazam. <laughs> like got all these Shazam families in there. There's a Shaz- big old they're called the Shazam. Shazamly. Rachel Ziegler. Everybody looks like they're having a good time. 
the uh, the coloring in this movie is like really interesting. The way that they dude, wait until you kind see of like the, the color Black treatment Adam. of it. Wait until you see Black Adam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they turned up the piss yellow filter. Like there is no the tomorrow. Piss yellow. Who is uh who directed this or who is directing this? This is David F. Sandberg. He's the director, and as you can see from the trailer, Zachary Levi is returning to be Shazam. Nope, nope, nope. It's so interesting. He did exactly what um Oh god, who play who plays Jim from the office? What's uh John Krasinski. John Krasinski, thank you. He he had that like same exact trajectory where it was like he's a skinny and like almost like a little bit nerdy white guy. Cause he was on that show, um God, what was that show? I can't remember names or anything, but he was on the show where he was like an IT guy. Did you guys um, know that Zachary Levi, Zachary is, Levi. In, is in the, IT crowd? Is in the MCU as he is Thor, one of Thor's friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Here, look. He was in Chuck. That was the name of the uh, show. Chunk. Chunk. But just Chunk like is. skinny white dudes who decided to like kind of beef up. He plays this fucking oh, guy. Oh, wow. Oh. No wonder I didn't recognize him. <laughs> and then they murdered him in the third one. They're like, this is what you get Good. for doing Shazam. So, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, we're going to watch this, obviously, but I highly recommend seeing the first one because it is also very good. It's I just, very funny. The, for me, here's the problem. It's connected to the Snyderverse. Oh, my God. Give and, it up, Nick. And inherently, give it up. I don't want to give that any more steam. Hey, I said, I said earlier... I'm glad we got the Snyder cut. Yeah, but who gives but a let's, fuck? Let's Dude, just let it die. I, it's like you're so married to this kid. Dude, continuity. They they play continuity right now like Fox did with X-Men for 20 years. Dude, who cares? Like that's, Because you said it yourself. They made a movie with the two best superheroes mm-hmm. of all time, yeah. and they ruined it. Yeah. It's like, just start fresh. We It's okay. We we started fresh with Spider-Man yeah, but if you three just start times. Fresh, if you just start fresh, then you don't get a Shazam Fury of the Gods. That's okay. I mean, like, okay, let them do the, that thing, but I mean... I just, I just like stop, kind of, put, stop putting kind of Aquaman, stop putting Aquaman in it, stop putting the flash in it. Just make it disconnected. Just right. disconnect. It's, we're only like two movies I think, removed from you that know what it is? happening. I think Shazam is, is like the fucking um, caboose of the train. You just need to disconnect it from the rest of the train and do your own All thing. Right, well, here you go. You ready for this one? Yes. Okay. Well, this I mean, is how the fucking rock entered Comic-Con. <laughs> This is a real video. So he just stands there all menacingly. He's got he such explode? He's got such big titties. <laughs> Man boob. He's in full costume. He's actually uh, uh this is an animatronic. <laughs> listen, listen. It's like how they had the fake Kanye. Listen, listen to what he at says. that show that just came out. Oh, Mike can't hear it. Do you hear what he said? No. I can't know what he say. It's like, bro, you're so late to this. Do you even know how, in sh- like, it can only go up? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's what, like, he, that's what he means. He's like, I'm here to save DC. What did What did he say? I did not. He said the he DC said, universe, universe will never be the same. And he also said, Hall H, you have been warned. The DC universe Ooh. will never. And it's just, and then so he just disappears after this. <laughs> oh, cool. And then they play a trailer. That's, that's literally what happened. So hey, I'll man. go ahead and I'll throw that on right now. Now. Black Adam is a Shazam villain. Yes. That's what's interesting. Are they connecting them? 
Um, somewhere down the line, yeah. Um, I, if they were to restart with Shazam and <laughs> Black Adam, <laughs> this fucking guy is just, they're just a re, they're doing like this is it. Like, who cares? They don't have to restart. Like, just bring in new new Justice League characters through this and have this be the launching point. That's that's the way to do it. Oh my god. Rather than starting with Batman versus uh, Superman, like this is how we're starting our cinematic universe. So, okay. John, uh, so obviously, Johnson said issues. that he hopes that this movie is going to. Who said this? Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. <laughs> uh, he said he wants it to be the relaunching part to build up to a Justice Society movie. There, what did I just say? Not a Justice League movie, Nick. Justice Society. society. What's, what's the Justice Society? Who's in the Justice Society? I believe it's it's just it's like, like like NATO versus League of Nations. We all know it's the same <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The Justice Society been... is a superhero oh, team consisting of Doctor Fate, uh, Our Man, the Spectre, Sandman, Adam. The Flash, Green Lantern, and Hawkman. Can you imagine a world where, like, the definitive justice team is, doesn't have, like, Wonder Woman, Batman, and Yo, fucking Superman? How hilarious would it be if the Justice Society works out Yeah, and Batman and Superman, just, they just can't get them off the ground? That would be the funniest fucking turn of events. Like, this is what you did. It's also one of those things where it's kind of wild to see Batman out of his element. You know what I mean? Like, like if you have Batman... You mean just, the franchise <laughs> or the character? I mean the, <laughs> I mean the character. You know, like, if he's in a movie with Superman and they're standing on a spaceship over, like, over Earth. Like, look at our watchtower, right? Like, it's just... It's not the same as, like, I live in the shadows. Yeah. I am the shadow. You know what I mean? It's just where you've... you've You've spent that Batman then. You know what I mean? You got to have tech, gadget. I'm well, not as traumatized, but like now I have friends. I, that was know? always the the problem is that they they started out so big, you know, large scale that they could never go back to the core of the I mean, it's the problem that they have with Spider-Man and why they just reset him. It's like Peter Parker had too much going on. We got to knock him down they, a peg they, and stick him yeah, as a poor kid. You got you got to jump what, back. Okay, uh, here's what should have happened. You, oh. you really want to know what should have what happened, happened if you want to talk if you want to do a what should have happened or if you want, they should just restart um oh you're saying for DC I thought yeah. you were saying for spider-man I'm saying what they should have done is they should have done a Batman movie and uh -huh. a Superman movie uh -huh. just don't just do there you go okay do a world's finest okay which well, is the two of them working together becoming friends so not Batman versus Superman. not Batman versus Superman no 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 then, you know... And then cause trouble in paradise. Then you do your Superman 2, your Batman 2, right? But then at that point, Wonder Woman 1 would have happened. You know, you got to spread them out. You, you know, sprinkle you gotta, them in. And then, after that... Hey, let me just add to this. Mm -hmm. Small-scale threats. Everybody's dealing with yes. small-scale threats. Yep. Non-intergalactic. Yeah. Uh, Lex Luthor. Uh, Metallo. Planetary. Uh, you know, there's no Brainiac yet. We're building up to Brainiac. Yeah. We're building up to Brainiac because Brainiac's like a Thanos level threat for sure. Um, or Kang, wink, wink. Um, either way, my point is that that Batman versus Superman movie, they should have never been at odds with each other until we've seen them be friends. Yeah, because who cares if two guys who were never 
friends had a fight. Yeah. Yeah. That there's no history there. Yeah. Like, and also the fight is stupid. And if either one of them were intelligent and spoke more than four sentences at a time, you know, that makes sense. How about the how, fight would have been over. The fight was stupid, but the resolution was even stupider. Yeah. I mean, it's all the, uh, I, we have, we've talked this to death, but Martha, anyway. I really think it would be Martha. amazing if, yeah, let's say this is Dwayne, the rock Johnson calling his shot now. And the justice society becomes the de facto DC that superhero team up. Be wild. And, and fucking, they don't know how, how do we shoehorn in Batman well, and Superman? You, you want to know what, you want to know what I realized about the desert is like when I saw Marvel, when I saw Marvel, the desert movie, who's, <laughs> When I saw Marvel announce their slate, and we'll get to that in a bit, um, I thought to myself, I never thought we'd be this far, but what I really didn't expect is for Marvel to just dominate like they do, right? And to think that DC still hasn't gotten their shit together after all these years, yep. you know what I mean? But was most mind-blowing to me is that this this space race that we're in... <laughs> This is, it's never going to end. You know what I mean? Like, there. I think it is possible, seeing by what we've seen in Phase 4 and how DC's kind of turned it around recently, that maybe by the time those two fucking Avengers movies come out, they might not be great, and the fucking Justice Society might be what's well, fucking... I mean, look at Marvel's track record the last handful of movies i think it's like there's more well, misses than hits oh yeah <laughs> especially well, well, if you're including the tv shows yeah for sure and the I, other I got plenty to talk about when we go into marvel for yeah that. and so I, I think it's we're ready for marvel but pretty much the, what i wanted to bring up was just another thing that they said was that viola davis is returning as amanda waller in this movie which is you know more suicide squad stuff yay and um uh, Dwayne Johnson, a nice guy, gave everybody IMAX tickets who went to Hall H to go oh. see Black Adam. You know, that's awesome. He's a regular open early. It's almost Come like regular. they want that that early fan reaction. So you're saying that they think the fans will have a better point of view than the critics? <laughs> it's a plant. <laughs> it's a fucking psyop, brother. Oh, it's fine. I, I have, like, if there was a psyop I have ever seen, this one is. It recording. Bring, 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 bring. It's a psyop. It's a psyop alarm, ladies and gentlemen. There's a fucking psyop upon us. All right. So, speaking of psychological torture, Marvel announced their fucking slate, and it is, it is too much. That being said, it is sprinkled with nuggets of hope. Lover so, nuggets. I'm just gonna go through the They're way. They're chewy. Movie. I'm just gonna go They're through. Chewy. Oh, and actually, before we start, listen. Stop making a big fucking stink over it. We know why DC didn't show one. Uh, didn't show Aquaman or the Flash at Comic Con. We know why. We know why. It's because they have absolute animals in their cast that they are trying to <laughs> oh, fucking true, TNR yeah. right now. Okay, <laughs> like just fucking give them Imagine a break. They okay? just they add they add um. Uh, Ezra Miller and Amber Heard to the Suicide Squad, but not as their characters, <laughs> just as their as their own, you know, real life personas. They're now in the Suicide Squad. Exactly. It's like, shot like a reality <laughs> TV show. Calm down. I get it. It's disappointing. But guess what? There are bigger things to deal with. 
Ezra Miller is running a slave farm in Vermont. Okay, that's a problem. Allegedly. I don't think it's for legal reasons. We say allegedly. allegedly. Uh, And what's the and and, I mean, Amber Heard's out of her mind, but she's got a 15 million dollar book deal. So, you know, she'll she'll be okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. My story. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So. Kevin Feige first announced with Marvel that phase six will begin with the Fantastic Four in fall of 2024. You said phase six? Yep. Six. Yep. And will end with two Avengers films in the same fucking year. Avengers the Kang Dynasty in May of 2025 and Avengers Secret Wars fall of 2025. I get they borrow in name only, but if Secret Wars is one movie, they're going to ruin it. Um, I'm assuming that it's going to be a two-parter and the Kang dynasty is going to be, it's going to be the setup. Yeah. And it's, they're going to be yeah, both three hours. That would make each. most sense. Yeah. Which is fine. It's okay. The Avengers movies have been excellent. Okay. We, uh, we take those. We take those. I mean, like, uh, in infinity war and Endgame, we're basically one movie. Listen, what yeah. you gotta, what I've realized about Marvel going forward is you gotta know which projects Kevin Feige is laser focused on. <laughs> and it's not okay? the TV shows. It's not the TV shows, bro. <laughs> It's the fucking movies. He, I don't think he was very laser focused on Thor. Did he ever work at FX? At you know, because they got the movies. They got the movies. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they got the movies. Okay. All right, weird. So um, <laughs> weird. <laughs> so right off the bat, no Fantastic Four director, no cast. That's fine. It's listen. D twenty three is in September, so you got to remember they had you know listen they had to come here strong because they had to blow their competition out of the water. But they're trying to build basically their own Comic-Con right down the street in September in Anaheim with D23. So relax. All right. They're going to fucking, they're going <laughs> to. As Frankie goes to Hollywood. They are going to fucking relax. give you a sweet old Hummer in September. Okay. <laughs> so just Christ. relax. Okay. So they're going to tear up your carpet. <laughs> so we got a we got a Fantastic Four release window. That's good. It's on the schedule. Um, so are the two new Avengers movies. I'm glad because it didn't look like there was going to be Avengers movies for a while. That made me sad. Um, but they're back. So Phase Four, Five, and Six was officially called the is going to be officially referred to as the Multiverse Saga. So presumably. At the last Avengers movie, they'll tidy this bitch up and they'll throw it out to sea. No more multiverse. I don't see that happening. Because cool. think, think about like how long the the Infinity Saga was. Yeah, but now they're doing four movies a year. That's true. The way I see <laughs> it TV is, shows this like, is uh, yeah. like Avengers one and two. I don't think th- I don't think that. Uh, you know, like these the two Avengers movies that you just mentioned. I don't think they're capping off. I think it's Avengers one and two of this new oh saga. No, no, I no. They, they said he, explicitly when did he say, that that Avengers really Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars will cap off Phase Six and the wow. Multiverse Saga. Well, all right. Yeah. So, I mean, what other reason would you have for the Avengers to come back? You know what I mean? It just seems wild to me that, like, obviously they're doing more movies per year, but they have more characters that they have to cover. Like, why wouldn't you want it to... Yeah. Why would you have a saga that's like, we're trying to wrap this bitch up in four years? Maybe if you let me get to some of the stuff that we have. All right, all right. 
I can explain. Explain it to me, Pat. You, know, you fucking son of a bitch. Anyway. Mr. Science. Um, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Science. All right. So first up, the first thing they, they came out of the gate with, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. First trailer drop. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pull it up here and I'm just going to let it play in the background. Uh, I we, we That's copyrighted music, so I'm going to go ahead and... um. Straight up, you guys, this looks incredible. I watched this trailer and I was like, okay, Marvel clearly took their time with this one. Like, even the quality of the of the film itself is like just looking at this, you can tell the quality is better than the first one. As far as the actual look of the movie goes. Yeah, uh, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I watched this first thing in the morning uh, today, right when I woke up. Um, so I might not have been in the, like, uh, you know, awake enough. But I'm like, I uh, watching the trailer. I'm like, I don't know what we're getting with this. So I don't know, you know, like it what reminds to me feel. of Avatar it quite looked, a lot. It look, it's very Avatar. That's what and I there, said. Are, there are blue people in this, right? I don't think so. I did uh, see kind some of. Navi in here. Yeah, because Namor, the Submariner, is okay. in this movie as well, which was widely uh theorized for years that he would be popping up in the in um in Black Panther 2 mainly because in Avengers Endgame there was a line about how there was a tsunami off the coast of an African nation and that Wakanda was stepping in to help like with the re- like reconstruction or whatever and so that was like your tipping that was like your your wink and a nod so they do mention T'Challa yeah, in this, but I don't know how they're going to handle his death or is he missing or like what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, that's the thing. Like I said, so I it lo- all looks visually stunning. I just don't feel like we got enough of the story to be like, well, this is going to be awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because looks can be deceiving. Eternals look like it was going to be fucking awesome based on yeah. the imagery. Yeah. But yeah, there are blue it people. It looks like... But yeah. that it right there, like it's be that like a, shot right there yeah, at the, the end... Suit. Yeah, like that's Letitia Wright, right? Like that's 100% yes. her cuz that's like the whole thing is like will she be the Black Panther? Like um so I think his name is how do you say it's Tenok? Huerta? I think Tenok Huerta. Tenok Huerta will be playing Namor in the film, Namor the Submariner, which I actually got uh, I think Namor kicking Daredevil's ass right here on this on this your blanket. Yeah. <laughs> on um, this blanket here. And so they also released this promo art too, which is, it. it's very, it's obviously a female cut um, Black Panther yeah. mask for sure. Um, it looks a lot like, um, it looks very sleeker, like you know, black cat. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. 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 More, more like um, Catwoman type of vibe. The other thing is that, so immediately as the trailer dropped, Letitia Wright had this tweet about how this oh, is the man. movie we made together and we made it for him. And like, we didn't have a call. Apparently, they didn't have a number one call sheet on their call because that was Chadwick. Oh, they left the seat. So they open left for the seat him. open for that's, him. Pretty that's awesome. good. Yeah, and it, when you hear stories like that, you realize that like these people bonded over something special, and they lost somebody very important to them. So like, this was probably a very painful process. And Twitter let Letitia Wright know that she didn't make it any better. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, I'm talking immediately like, yeah, you didn't make it any better by refusing to get the vaccine. You didn't like, why didn't you follow COVID protocols? You were this, you were that. I was like, damn. All right. Chill. Going like, at her. You know, like, fuck. 
So but, like uh, it looks it looks like it's going to be like a really politically driven kind of plot. Politically yes. driven in the world of the like yeah. Wakanda, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What's which, this here? What I we mean, got here, Pat? Which makes sense. Hold on. Which makes sense because um you know, it's Black Panther. It's inherently political. The last yeah. one was Right. The last one I think honestly is one of Marvel's best. Like I, I like I put that up there with Winter Soldier. I really like the first one quite a lot. Um mm-hmm. Everybody gives uh fucking that other one. Uh, everyone gives the end fight scene like a lot of shit for the CGI. It's like, well, they only had six months, so so shut up. Also, you know, Marvel classically yeah, overworking and we underpaying all of their CGI. Got, yeah, we know it's awful. So <laughs> speaking of, so all that. Um, <laughs> Mike, that was a good segue. I I do have um. <laughs> They did, for whatever reason, randomly just throw out that there is going to be a new Captain America movie coming out, and I ha- it's called New World Order. There's a title and everything, but we'll, we'll save that for when they announce the Phase 5 slate, and we'll skip right to what's coming up um, right in front of our faces, because apparently Black Panther in this next trailer that I have here for the for the She-Hulk Attorney at Law series, Disney+, Plus, um, uh, this will close out Phase 4. These will be the last two things in Phase 4. Oh yeah. I think it looks so weird that she has like short curly hair when she's not the She-Hulk, and then like weird, you know, long hair. Yeah. It's it's it made me like as I was watching the trailer for this confused. I was like, is this that person? Are they not? Like, when are they? Um, you know. So I, I we mentioned this on the show before, but uh, from people who worked on it behind the scenes, they say that. They were kind of pushed to make her smaller, smaller, and you know, like you know, more feminine. So I'm just assuming that the original form of the Hulk was more She-Hulk was was bigger and probably bore some resemblance to the actual character, not right. in CGI. Uh, she looks pretty much like she did in the comics, though. I mean, a little bit different, obviously, like some modern updates, but that's pretty much how she looked. And right. I remember from yeah, she doesn't look she doesn't look massive like the normal Hulk. Yeah, and uh, well, I'm, I actually I'm really that they probably guys, the original design was probably trying to sexualize I, her less than the comics, where I she's hypersexualized. Really like fair. this plot, smart car, this plot right here. Check this out. That's a great fucking idea. That is a very yep. interesting idea that she has got to defend Abomination. And it's Tim Roth. Yeah. Like, yep. I did not know that he was going to be in this. Well, he was in uh But that Shang-Chi. still looks like Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was in Shang-Chi. Yeah. And then later on in this, we get the other drop of the Shang-Chi. It just still has that cheap six episode look to it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that looks so Shrek. It doesn't look as good as, uh, there we go. There's Wong. a Shang-Chi. It's Wong. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to like a, spoil it before it came out with the, on the video. Bu- I know it's come out. Abomination. Already, so yeah, I actually, um, I think this looks really good. Look like Shrek. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> this, like this trailer was actually surprisingly great. I know it's still going to suck because it's six episodes. And uh, 
There is one thing in this trailer, though, that I can't wait to see. Here we go. Bang. Middle It'll finger. Be at the end. That's, that's this little, yep. No, the very last four yeah, seconds the of the trailer. Last four seconds of the trailer. This. Oh. It's my boy. DD. Daredevil. Oh, shit. Daredevil. In the yellow suit. Yellow and red let, suit. Let me, let me see that again. Roll that back. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> see that? Damn. Dude, it's Ben Affleck. <laughs> He's back. Stop. There he is. Here he is. <laughs> Look at you that think ass. his knees could take that, Nick? Ben Affleck? Yeah. <laughs> he just got married to J-Lo. He can do anything. Dude, yeah. That's I, true. I he can buy new knees. My Batman marries fucking J-Lo, okay? Anyway. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm really interested he, for this, still, honestly. I think like the way that it's set up, at least from the trailer, makes it look a lot more cinematic. And I still think the artwork looks like Shrek. Like, I'm sorry, but the I'm not, no, not, not like saying Shrek. it doesn't, but I'm saying like the way that it's shot and the way that everything is kind of put together, I feel like they've maybe learned a little bit of a lesson, and this feels like it might be kind of less. We're gonna stack everything in two episodes at the very end. Yeah, I'm hoping it's better balanced, but. But I'm There's here. No I'm there. here for all. I'm here for this. Like I, I, I'll be there when this comes out. We're we're gonna watch this. For I've got sure. my fingers crossed for it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think we all do. All right. Uh, and then so here we go. This is the fucking. This is the fucking free train from hell that they announced. Oh, no. <laughs> so Kevin Feige confirmed that they will closing out Phase Four with Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. She-Hulk Attorney at Law. That'll be the last two Marvel things in for Phase 4. Phase 5 will begin next year, starting with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, February 17th, 2023. So, Nick, we have this promo image right here if you want to take a look at if you want to switch over. Yeah, we're It has there, baby. Scott Lang, uh, Evangeline, uh, <laughs> Paul Rudd as Scott Lang, Evangeline Lilly as, um, what's her name? Wasp. Hope. Hope, uh, Hope Van Dyne. Van Dyne. Um, very mm -hmm. uh, vocally anti-vax. Um, Cassie Lang is also going to be joining them on their small adventures. And then in the back here, you can actually see Kang the Conqueror. Mm -hmm. So this is an official release poster. Yes. So this is what Correct. you're uh, what you're going to see. Um, I'm not saying it looks bad, but this feels like a fan made art. So it's it's cool to see that they. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're it feels them. very, very comic booky as yeah. opposed to like movie. So forward. apparently there was a trailer shown. We don't have it, but I do have a trailer like a synopsis right here from Collider. So mm -hmm. uh, pretty much in the trailer, Quantumania picks up in the aftermath of Avengers Endgame, a book tour for Scott Lang's autobiography, Look Out for the Little Guy. While his crowds of fans are enthralled by the superhero's heroic accounts, Back at home, Lang's life isn't quite as glamorous as he'd like the public eye to think. In her MC de MCU debut, Catherine Newton's Cassie Lang seems to be having trouble at school and with the law, like father, like daughter. Likewise, Lang's relationship with Hope Van Dyne is looking a little rocky and the pressure is comp compounded by her parents, yada, yada, yada. So we're... um. I like the idea that Scott finally got his, though. You know what I mean? Like, he, he cashed in on a book, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, he's in the Avengers musical now, so why not? <laughs> huh. 
Yeah, it seems like uh, his big thing is that he missed five formative years of his daughter's life. Yeah, that would really suck. And that he wants to go back in time. Like, you've lost some time. You've lost a lot of time, but time isn't what you think. It's not a straight line. Ooh. Is that going to be the premise? Um, is it he's going to time travel? A, you know, there's a good chance. They find themselves like, exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures, embarking on an adventure that pushed them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. Ooh. We'll see yeah, it's got to be time related, Nick, because they use the quantum universe to time travel in Avengers. That would yeah. just, uh, I don't know, that could get messy. We're already doing multiverses. Oh. Let's time traveling multiverses, yeah. baby. Apparently, also in the trailer, uh, it had Modoc and Bill Murray. I did hear about Modoc. what I saw in one of the things. Yeah, Modoc Modoc is making his de- MCU debut in this film. Who's who's playing Modoc? And is it gonna is it gonna is be it, Patton Oswald doing uh, the voice no, too? No, no, because Patton Oswald already played Modoc in that stupid so TV what? show. No, um, that's what I'm saying. If Charlie Cox already played Pat Daredevil, o- but Patton Oswald's also the Herald in um, Eternals, so he can't. be um, What about uh, Mahershal Ali? I think it's Bill Murray though. I think it is Bill. Murray. Oh, you think Bill Murray is doing Murdoch? Yeah, why? Uh, yeah, Modoc, not Murdoch. Um, Mur- so apparently Kang, uh, yeah, yeah. So here we go. The bulk of the film will take place in the dimension. Where we'll see battling quantum creatures, a run-in with Bill Murray, and interesting some uh, Just Bill Murray. sense of tension has been lingering between them all. In the trailer, it's to the point where Kang's voice returns saying, "When you can see time the way I do, you can see everything. Everything you're holding on to, everything you call life. I know how it ends." Kang's first MCU film appearance stand, sees him standing before Scott Lang who declares himself an Avenger in the face of an unknown enemy. Cooley Kang replies, you're an Avenger. Have I killed you before? Yo, Kang is going to be wild. That's why, like, my worry is we spent so many years leading up to uh, Thanos that I want Kang to be able to have the development you know, like, dude, his name is in the movie, the Kang Dynasty. It, it's gonna be about him. But if that's the last movie in twenty twenty five, where it's gonna no, be the, the end. No, Kang, Kang Dynasty is first, and then Secret Wars. Yeah, that's is next. part one. The Secret okay. War. It's gonna be Allegedly like Thanos. I think it's gonna be like Infinity War and Endgame, where it's like the Thanos movie, then it's back to the original team, the Kang movie that is back to the original. But team. what I'm saying is that's in what year? Twenty twenty five. Yes. So we've literally we'll ha- we'll see Kang a handful of times before he's defeated. To me, it's like it's it's not enough well, development thing, for his thing, character. If he's supposed to be a Thanos level threat, he should be looming in the background well, for a, a little bit longer. The other thing you got to remember is that Kang is not the only threat in Secret Wars. Yeah. Okay. Doctor Doom's a big part of it too. Dude, I'm really looking for. I really hope they they he's have a big a good, part of it. Doctor Doom. Yeah. Yeah, there's a rumor going around that he might actually kill Kang and be the fucking and and be the actual real enemy for Secret Wars. But either way, um so Uh-oh, I think we lost Mike. Did we lose him? Oh, he's back. Okay. It just jumps occasionally. So, then uh then first Disney Plus show up on the up on the fucking chopping block, spring 2023. Samuel Jackson will return as Nick Fury. Colby Smolders is going to return as Maria oh, Hill. Shit. And fucking, there's going to be scrolls. So Ben Mendelsohn will probably show up. Uh, Secret Invasion. Men Mendelsohn. Yeah, Men Mendelsohn. He'll be there. There's not much on this show. I'm gonna. We're gonna end up watching it. But um, I how think, many episodes? Uh, I they didn't say. However, not six. 
Um, and I have reasons why. So then after that, we got a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, not out legally. There is a video on Twitter right now of showing a baby raccoon, presumably Rocket. And from what I've read, it seems, baby. it seems that the big standout moment is that it featured Gamora not remembering anything about Peter Quill or the Guardians. And she yep. also runs a division of the Ravengers. Interesting. Exactly. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. Do we have any thoughts on that, whether it's like a clone or if it's from another d- dimension or timeline? It's, they took her from 2014, remember? In, a, in Endgame. She's a new Gamora. Oh, it took her when 2014. I forgot about that. When 2014 Thanos came to 2019 or 2018. Right. He brought her with He brought him. her with him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember. Um, and James Gunn said that this will be the end of this era of the Guardians of the Galaxy as far as the cast and him directing them are concerned. Uh, That's fair. It's got, Chris Pratt's got to go play Jesus. <laughs> Chris Pratt's going back to church. So then uh, summer 2023 as well, uh, Loki season two, everybody's favorite, you know, just the best. How many episodes? I don't know. It doesn't doesn't say. say. Better be more than six. Also summer 2023, Echo is coming as well, which is supposed to have Daredevil and um, uh, big guy. um, Big guy, Kingpin? Fisk. There we go. Yeah, Wilson Fisk. (laughs) Help, I'm big fisted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, then also July. Wait, what 20- is I don't I don't I don't know too much of a background. What is Echo or who is Echo? The character from Hawkeye, right? Uh, Nick, you watched Hawkeye. I did. I don't remember any Echo. Uh, is that just uh, adoptive Kate adoptive daughter of Kingpin? Oh. oh, okay, okay. So the deaf deaf character yes. from yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nick, put it together. Echo. Right. Well. Uh, you know, makes sense. It's just weird that the villain, it's funny, the you know, villain it's like, of a show like this, got a spin off. Like, I just didn't put those pieces Well, it's together. just funny because, like, you know, Daredevil, who is Kingpin's arch nemesis, is blind, and Kingpin's daughter is deaf. Yes. So they, they rhyme. Great job, they're Pat. Like, they're like Star Wars prequels. They, they rhyme, rhymes. you know? Deaf and blind rhyme. Do they? <laughs> Anyway, nice slant rhyme you got there, Pat. Uh, the Marvels, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, TV will, show, this, correct? No, no, no. This is a movie. This is this is what oh. was supposed to be Captain Marvel two, directed by Nia DaCosta, who did most recently Candyman, which uh is a fucking awesome movie. I love it. Uh, starring Brie Larson, uh, Tiana Paris, and uh, Iman Vel. Villainy, Miss yeah. Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, and filming actually took place in Jersey City. So, oh, there you go. All of it or some of it? Mo- uh, I don't want to say most of it because I'm sure most of it was in Atlanta, but Atlanta, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, a lot of it did. Dude, who knows? Pretty soon, New Jersey might become like the new Georgia, the next Georgia. Seeing a lot of things where yeah, they're trying to get. Yeah, it's pretty fucking hot out there. You're right. <laughs> As far as, as far as bringing in filming production, as well as temperature, you changing the fucking environment. I think is what you mean to say. All right, so then just do a um, bunch of post-apocalyptic shit down. You know, there's, so then, bu- there's a bunch of rundown cities in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, just make Camden the new Hollywood. Um, 
It'd be a turn of events. <laughs> I I would literally, I, I would throw myself out of a window. I'd be like, how did this happen? You know, pretty soon what they're going to be saying about Jersey City. And that's mad luxurious. <laughs> <laughs> it's already it's already all gentrified anyway, Nick. I, I meant Camden. Barely. Anyway, um, so then November 3rd, 2023, we got Blade. Okay, That's going to be good. No indication if Anthony Starr is playing Dracula or not, though. However, D23, hold it out. Just keep holding that breath. What about Anthony Hopkins? He's already Odin. Yeah. He's an old man. Who haven't they gotten yet? Damn it. Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubens. Tom Selleck. Is Tom Selleck alive? Brendan Fraser. Uh, Oh, dude, that would be incredible to have him come back in like a a glorious MCU fashion. He's he's in uh, their Suicide Squad, whatever the fuck. So is Oscar Isaac. Yeah, oh no, true. he was Fox. Anyway, um, so then we got uh Disney Plus series Ironheart, which is a story about a character named Riri Williams coming into her own as like the second Iron Man. She's called Ironheart though, uh, and she's actually making her debut debut in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Oh, interesting. So, hmm. um, Disney Plus series Agatha: Coven of Chaos, because everybody wanted an Agnes show. Um, why? WandaVision like, why? spinoff. They, well, they had that plan before Catherine even WandaVision Han is had back as aired. Agatha Harkness. Right? Mm. That was already planned before. It was Agatha all along. No? All right. Okay. But um, I, just, I, I don't I care. Steam here. I don't care about we're almost that. Done. Can, we you, are, can you feel that we're losing we steam on all these done. Marvel releases? We are almost done. Right, we're going to be losing steam by the time that they all come out, too. Let's speed run. Dude, I know. All right. So that, but, here's, but this is actually a great one that I want to talk about. Uh, in spring 2024, Disney Plus Daredevil Born Again. And here's why I have hope for all these shows, Nick. You ready? He's going to be a born again Christian. Best part. Because it's going to be fucking 18 episodes that are all an hour long. That's. Dude, it's the best. That literally was like 100% the news that I only gave a shit about with that. A real television show. So I hope Charlie Cox is confirmed to come back. Vincent D'Onofrio is confirmed to come back. Uh, 18 episodes for the first season. Um, hopefully that they're going a more darker tone, like like Netflix, more blood. That's what I hope to see. And if that, like, and like we said, we learn they're learning, they are learning because, um, the help me, I'm in Rogue One. What's the what's that guy? Who's oh, getting uh, Andor. Andor. Uh, two seasons, twelve episodes each. This first season's getting eighteen episodes. Listen, we could be looking at a television resol- revolution here. Okay. Well, Disney all television. Of, all of these shows could be 12 episodes. Everybody now. else already figured this out. Nobody else is going <laughs> the 6 20 minute episode route. <laughs> Disney is the only only streaming service Putting that thought that was a good idea. YouTube videos anyway. Yeah. Uh literally. So then May 3rd, 2024, Captain America New World Order will debut. Any idea what the the title is drawn from a comic book or something? Um, I'm not entirely sure, but I can tell you that this movie is sets out to test Sam Wilson on what it means to be Captain America and to test his underdog status following the events of the. I really hope they give him serum, dude. That's my next note. (laughs) Please make him a super soldier. Like the man can't. The man can't catch a truck and give him a helmet. The man needs headgear. My man 
can't take a shot to the dome. He's not a super soldier. <laughs> it will be over, bro. Yeah. It will be over. All he needs is a quiet guy on a nice day in Chicago to get him in the back of the head. Somebody with a sniper over. two miles away. <laughs> it's over. They it's have, over. The, and they have, uh, what's the, 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 the new, uh, the bad guy team that they're, their suicide squad that they're forming. Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts. That's the last one. Yeah. You can bet right. one of those motherfuckers is trying to, you know, angle for <laughs> Sam Wilson. One of well, them's got a gun. <laughs> what if, what if, uh, Thaddeus Ross, who, who puts together, he actually passed away. The actor who portrays him. Oh no. So hopefully, mm. you know, they just recast him. Please do. Yeah. Um, so then, um, yeah. And the only other thing was that what if is getting seasons two and three. Oh, two, oh yeah. no. <laughs> oh no! Why? Luke, why Luke is going to show up in there somewhere, Nick. I really, I really uh, like Marvel. LeBron, LeBron Marvel, and uh, yeah. Rick Sanchez too. <laughs> Marvel Zombies is getting its own spinoff series. It's rated, and that's going to be rated, rated M, right? Yeah, rated TVMA, and they said, "Get ready for blood." Yeah, animated. Um, I wish they would just do something like that. Do short. See, that would be the thing to do. Six episode, twenty minute long episodes. Of these animated shit, rather than trying to cram everything into what if doing an overarching storyline. Well, Nick, just just have it be you know these short seasons. Well, fucking buckle your seatbelt because right, I'm ready. This takes place outside the MCU. What is coming to Disney Plus? Spider Man Freshman Year is a new animated series that they're doing, uh, like where Spider Man basically learns how to be Spider Man. Is it in high Tom school. Holland? Tom Holland was originally supposed to, but he's not anymore. But Charlie Cox is voicing Daredevil in the show. And uh, Norman Osborn apparently is supposed to be playing the mentor figure to Peter in this universe. He is uh, somewhat of a scientist himself. Yes. He yes, is. So I've heard. Um, and then to wrap it all up, ladies and gentlemen, X-Men 97 seasons one and two will, uh, will debut on Disney+. Plus. They... Um, they're picking up where the story left off. However, they're changing some things to, you know, be a little bit more modern. But more specifically, Magneto is going to be the leader of the X-Men in right. this show. It's picking up right where the series left off, right? Yeah. So, like, that's that's at least an interesting take to me. Like, that's something I definitely want to check out. They also played an updated, a more modern version of the theme. And none of these things are legally allowed online. And I can't show you them. Just like three guys, one screwdriver, one hammer. Oh, there's a hammer now. Yeah, now yeah. there's a hammer. Well, I didn't get the full title out. Yeah, dude, they fucking hit him with that hammer. It's wild. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what they do with this screwdriver. <laughs> they like a balloon. Uh, so <laughs> like a balloon. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much everything in Hall H. Holy shit, that was a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, and that's only till 2025. And now here's the thing. They haven't even announced Phase Six, besides for Fantastic Four starts Fantastic here. Fantastic Four and the Avengers <laughs> start here. That's yet everything in here has yet to be filled in yet. That was it's a, too much. We that we spent almost an hour going through all that. I thought we would. So that's that's too much. And we spent about it's five just, minutes I, of that hour on DC. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's I think like. The problem that I have with all of this is it's just going to become increasingly more difficult if anybody who has not, like, seen all of the back end, all of, like, anything with Avengers and shit like that, like, it's just isolating people from actually joining into the series, I feel. 
Because you need to know so much shit. You get shit a fucking Disney about. Plus subscription and you start from the beginning, motherfucker. Mike, yeah, I, but literally, literally 30. What, what what marks the 30th like property? 30th what is movie that is like? Black Panther at the end of the at in November. Which, by the way, the episode after that is when we're doing the rank the ranking. Right. Oh, 30, no. 30 movies, right? That means we have to go back movies. and watch all of them? Fuck no, we don't. I haven't seen some that's, of them. That's insane to like catch up on all of that. I think like, like anybody who wants to do it is like, like you can't have, I would, I would not do that. That's why I'm saying they need to start doing smaller scale stuff where it just can be standalone. Yes, wow. I completely agree. Kevin Feige, hear me now. Do smaller scale. You know how stories. many people are shouting at Kevin Feige right now. Every like, every person. <laughs> no, but there I'm, are no people that aren't. I really am looking forward to uh, to what Marvel the has Kang Dynasty in store. I forgot, you guys. I I wanted to start with this clip of just, but I guess let's just wrap up the Comic Con conversation with it. So this, I guess, this was a part of the Marvel stream, right? Where they they have like their own booth and they're streaming to like you know their YouTube channel. And there is a chat going. And so they call up this actor. I don't know who what his name is, but he's been in some stuff. I've clearly seen him in stuff. You know, he's a working actor. But basically, he's reading these cards, and they're like, yo, get ready for this fucking surprise in the Marvel Universe that's about to happen. They are hyping this up so hard. And I was on the stream, and I decided, yeah, sure, let's check it out. Let's see how fucking hard... <laughs> Marvel drops the ball at Comic-Con when it's outside of Hall H. You ready? Okay, here we go. So they call up the actor, and there's two minutes and 30 Looks seconds. Looks like the dude from Shark Tank. Oh, is it? Is it him? He looks like another actor. It might be, actually. I'm only seeing, like, a tiny little, you know... You ready? All I right. Can't, no, I don't think so. All right, so they're like, "Are you ready for this big reveal?" So like, like one minute, yeah, fifty yeah, seconds. Like, this is the first time anywhere in the world people will see this. It's gonna be wild, and people are all amped up. They're like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be some serious as shit." We are about to see. Oh fuck. You might not be able to tell us, but me. Here we go. You guys ready? We're in. We right. got ten seconds. <laughs> ready for this? People are like, "Oh shit! What's it gonna be?" Here we go. Well, that was. People are like, "Wait, what is? What does she say? What does she say?" Here we go. Ready, ready, ready. A very powerful reveal. Oh, it was a powerful reveal. It's just the Not gauntlet. a single person gives a fuck about what is going on. Well, what what is it? Is so, is it just merch? Like it's it's a fucking jewel set. It's like a legitimate like jewelry, like wait. A, with gems and shit in them. Really? That's yeah. what it is. So, as if comic fans would care about that. But what was amazing? Oh, they turned the fucking chat off. <laughs> however, however, For obvious reasons. When, when you this, can't watch with live chat. No, you can't no, like do no, that live re replay. replay feature. Is, is turned off. It said it's disabled. So we when they debuted this, yo, 
as soon as it went live, the whole chat was nothing but Fs. It was so hilarious. <laughs> like, and I just, I had just decided, what is Marvel stream on Comic-Con? There's no open street. Like, you, that's the point of Comic-Con is, like, you had to be there to see it type of thing. So I was like, what could it be? And it's just this lame shit that they're doing. Wow. <laughs> All F's. Just lame <laughs> shit. All F's in the Langston, chat. Langston Belton was pretty pissed about it. <laughs> Can you believe this? No, so, yeah. But, yeah, so that's um, that's everything at Comic-Con this year, as much as we can get into, at least as much as I it's know. everything at Hall H. Yeah, everything at Hall H. And, right. And, um, I'm look honestly, it's a lot. I mean, it's 20, it's going to about to be fall 2022, and... The end of that, what they announced, God. was fall 2025. That's how much content's coming in the next three years. We're getting yep. five pounds of shit in a two-pound bag. Dude, we're getting the children. <laughs> will, fucking it, right. Children will, and here's how it'll go. It'll be like, this one's okay. This one's kind of mid. This one was surprisingly good. I actually really like this one. And then it will be like, oh, they blew my fucking mind again. <laughs> and then another one will come and be like, Oh fuck! I'm gonna guess those and are the then, Avengers movies, and then yeah. and then we'll get back to like mid, okay, like we're coming down, and then Fantastic Four will happen. Oh fuck! Like that's what I'm saying. Like that will that that we are, we are a hop, skip, and a jump, but between greatness and every single one of these coming. You know what I mean? Dude, I would love to see a Doctor Doom solo movie. I want Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four. I want him to have his own movie to set him up for Fantastic Four 2. Being the ruler of Latveria and shit. Yeah. He, That'd be cool. He's a he's a villain where I would love to see their backstory just play out on its own. Yeah. What's the matter? You didn't like the version uh, in the... Um... No. Fan 4 stick? No, not him. <laughs> Josh Trank? Oh, uh... <laughs> I don't was he he was just he was just a regular guy that knew Reed Richards, right? He was in an you know, he's a scientist of his own, has his own company and everything. And yeah, he but he wasn't fun. like a a ruling a country. No, he was not ruling Lavaria, no. He was he, not he wasn't the son of like a gypsy. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a very controversial term, Nick. You sure you want to be that's using yeah, that that's his... true. Son of a uh uh what's No, uh, you could say it. They're you know, they're they're gypsies, it's fine. I mean, in the comic books, that's what they were called. Yeah, it's and that's what they're... Romani, that, yeah, he's a Romani, Romani. boy. <laughs> well, they're Latverian, so you know. Anyway, uh, Clip of the Week, shall we? Oh, yeah, the Clip of the Week. Oh, it's the Clip of the Week. It's the Clip of the Week. All right. Um, this is just audio, you it's said? It's just audio, Um, but let me give you the setup for yeah, this yeah. one. Let me, let me get the setup. I was I was Set inspired. <laughs> I was inspired by the, uh, the you know our famous Jordan Peterson clip. Jeez. Mm. Uh, so uh, this is just you. like a wild thing to hear. Uh, I found this on Reddit. Uh, someone in a Facebook group. Uh, I'm unintentionally someone in a Facebook group that I'm in unintentionally doxed someone else. I commented that it made me cringe to see this much information being shared. The poster contacted me through Messenger and left me this insane message. What? Oh, this is personal. It's personal. Okay, let's see it. I didn't even know you use Facebook. All right, let's do it. Tell me, no, tell no, me when no. you're going to play was a, it. It was, a, it was a Reddit thread. This is somebody's thread that I'm reading. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I was like, damn. I'm, I'm going I'm oh, to... Oh, wait, Mike, it. you can't hear it? 
Uh, I, I'm going to play at the same time in the show drop gotcha. as y'all, so right, I can hear Pat, it. Just ready, give a countdown. <laughs> now, on three or like three, go? On three. Okay. One, two, One, two three. I'm it personally, but I will shove it back in your face. How dare you? I cringe when you post, post addresses while people live in homes, and those homes have addresses. Ha 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 ha. So I don't take your comment personally. You can take your comment and say, I don't like it when people post things and addresses. Well, people live in homes. Unless you want people to live on the street, you fucking imbecile. How dare you insult me? And I'm taking your comment personally? Why would I do that to myself? I'm better than this. You wish for people to be homeless? You definitely took it personally, for lady. To be like you. I cringe when people post stuff like that. I cringe. cringe. Live in homes. She sounds homes like addresses. Is it going to change the fact that if I didn't post the address, would that person still live there? I think so. So the joke's on you. <laughs> see, see what I find to be remarkable. You woke what I what I find <laughs> What I feel, what I, first of all, he should just let her have her way. Anyway, uh, what I find to be the most remarkable thing about this clip is that her point is that even if she didn't post the address, those people would still live there because people live in homes and if, and like, what, what does she expect? You're trying that to you're trying want, to put that, logic where logic doesn't. Like, you want to put saying, people on the street? Like, yeah. If I, if like, I weren't sharing this information, that you would want these people to be homeless. Like, which is like totally <laughs> not the point. Like, and that's that's like what's most hilarious to me. Kind of thing. Yeah. Is that that is not somebody who can be reasoned with? No. Is when you're like the key component here is that the fact that you put that on the internet, but. M- Moreover, it's like to her, it's like it's a it's a necessary thing where it's like I have to put these addresses <laughs> on the internet, and even if I didn't, it's not like they wouldn't live there. Like she's like the disconnect, yeah, is awesome. And just her, just it's, her level of anger at the the person said, "I cringe." When you wish for people to be homeless. <laughs> yeah, Nate, do you wish for people to be I, homeless? I do. I do. Oh, what the God fuck? Damn. That was that, yeah, yeah. I'm better than this. She's just <laughs> you imbecile. <laughs> imbecile. And those homes have addresses. Is there's some there's some the good possible drops in there. If mm-hmm. I didn't post the address, would that person still live there? Yes, yes, they would. They would still live there. But the problem is, you're putting the. Oh my God, dude! I th- okay. So like. This is somebody that goes you to town just, council you meetings. You can just say, "Oh, for like, sure." I feel like after you've done something like this, like you open up yourself to people being like, "You're a fucking idiot." Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, but this sounds like somebody took hit a hit off a meth pipe before. I don't take your comment personally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it sounds like she does really fucking <laughs> like. I agree. She fucking posted that, and in the time that they posted their response. She had finished taking a hit off of a meth pipe and looked back at her phone and saw the return right. comment. You hear her like fucking, snort a line in the yeah, beginning and, and then fucking <laughs> turned it up like, it. addresses. Well, people live in homes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, people live in homes. Well, no kidding. <laughs> Fucking you know shit. You know what? You got me there. People do live in homes. So it, it like it, it's almost like you could be agreeable with her. It was like, well, what do you want? I would, of course, they live in homes. They so could do live on the street. She should be like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> now we're on the same page. Yeah, it's, it's, this is an avoidable situation. <laughs> Just go down to her levels. Be like, yeah. Maybe don't post about it. Top comment. Be- Holy shit. I'm glad she didn't take it personally, though. That could have gotten <laughs> really out of hand. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm glad she didn't take it personally because this right here. Fucking imbecile. <laughs> Doesn't sound like somebody who takes anything personally. You know what I mean? Doesn't sound like somebody who was really butthurt by I what like, they were I like said. how she ended the call, too. Oh, her ending? Yeah. So, so the joke's on you. <laughs> Lady, that is wild. That's an adult. Yeah, unfortunately. She has, a, she has a social security number and a meth problem. Like She's probably out of pension. Definitely, dude. She de- she's a pension lady for sure. That that's that type of entitlement only you comes fucking from fucking imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> like, to myself. That's a that's a super villain right there. Better than this. You wish for people to be homeless. You wish people for to be like you. You wish people for to you be wish like for, you. for to be <laughs> like, to be like you. you. You wish people for to be like you. <laughs> that sounds people live in homes. <laughs> That does genuinely get me. It's like, you fucking idiot. You're an idiot. You fucking sit there. What don't you understand? Even if I didn't put the addresses online. Even if I didn't do that. They would still live there. They'd still live there. You want them to be homeless? What's so thick? Why are you so thick in the head, you fucking imbecile? (laughs) You don't understand simple concepts? People live in homes. Homes have addresses. And how do we get those people there? We put them on the internet. <laughs> Fucking idiot. You know, oh Pat, you're, you're really making a lot of sense right now. I know. I know. And it's fucking asshole who posted this on my Discord feed. Clearly <laughs> doesn't get how the fucking world works. My God. God damn. Oh, that was great. We got to find more of those. All right. So uh, with that said, thanks so much. And, um... We'll see you next week. I don't know what next week is, but I need to slow down. I'm Game tired. night. Oh, maybe, oh, probably. Probably. What do we want to do? I, well, I, but we could do that March Madness thing. Well, maybe. That seems like a lot of work, and I got a lot of rehearsal this week. So. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take over on that if you want. Okay. I'll, all right. Cool. Then we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.